0: Hey y'all, welcome to You Ain't Got to Lie, Craig, a spinoff podcast of Who All Gonna Be There, part of Nat Turner Project's Media Un-Empire. I'm one half of Nat Turner Project, shout out Melanie Stevens and her spinoff podcast Who All In It with Ariella Ty. We also have a Black Abbey podcast series that just came out, you should check it out.
1: How to support the Nat Turner Project. Use the Patreon page where you get exclusive podcasts, which are only available behind the paywall. So they get extra messy. Y'all get extra messy. Uh, you can buy stuff from their Etsy. Um, subscribe, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review and hopefully a good one. Tell me how cute I am. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram. Links are going to be in the show notes. Also, if you have an arts related question, email us at Nat Turner Project Zero. At gmail.com, and we will read it on here and try that.
0: I don't think so.
2: No, I don't want some questions.
0: All right. Yeah, ask questions.
3: Yeah, ask questions. Can I do my intros if I were like a narrator from like uh, anime, but the one that's like dub?
0: Ruben, they are, there are no rules here. Whoever right. speaks to you.
3: For this third episode, oh, you ain't <laughs> got to lie, Craig. The children return for the next impact. I'm Ruben. Here
0: with Onyx and Ruben thanks for coming back great to have you again how are we doing
3: I'm
1: doing great it's been a pretty good day so far I'm excited to get this podcast
3: done um, I am facing like some really intense heat down here in Mexico um, it's got into like 118 Fahrenheit, and those people that don't understand that, like 48, uh, the other one, what's the other one called? Centigrade? Yeah, yeah. Celsius, yeah, like 48 Celsius, 118 uh, Fahrenheit. So it's it's hot, it's really hot. And I'm, I'm getting the EBG piece again, just like being inside for a long time. Cabin fever, I think it is. Even though we're in quarantine, but it sucks when you don't even have the option to go outside because it's too hot. Is there like a cooler point during the day when you could go outside, like at night? No, no, no. You just yeah. sweat at night. You just like sweating at night.
0: From your guilt or from the heat. <laughs> from the
3: <guilt.
0: laughs> Today we finish up episode six and then just dis- discuss all the way up to episode twelve. After this episode, we will have some additional guests join us for an Ava recap of the first half so far, then back to discussing episodes 13 and 18 and beyond.
3: Small banter.
0: <laughs> okay, Ava heads, lift off. Lift off. Lift off. Lift off. Ava Lift off. I think maybe one of the questions I had from our conversation leaving off, you know, um, if you want to know the conversation, watch episode two, listen to episode two, and then come back here and then follow us from here. Is this idea that what happens if, yeah, the angels succeed and they reach Adam, right? But then also I guess my question is they think they're that – um the geo front and nerve is holding adam but they're really holding lilith or they know that they're holding lilith and they're like going for lilith or they're like like how do they know that they're going they think that adam's there but they're going for Lilith. you know what i'm saying and then yeah what happens if an angel succeeds like does an angel touch lilith or adam and then instrumentality happens in a different way i feel like we just jumped into the deep end but (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, no. If so I'm like trying to not answer that in a very like detailed question, but yes, instrumental, not, not instrumentality. Instrumentality is the project of Seal. But what would be what would start is like the third impact, which would be uh, the destruct, like the reset of all life on the planet that came out of Lilith, because well, the they can't coexist. Human instrumentality? I think it's called human instrumentality because that's the name of the project. Like, the name well, the of the project, project is... But the project is to start the third impact, to begin
1: human instrumentality because then they all become one and all the problems of the Earth are solved. And then they they get to be group people. I don't know. And just have group things, right? Because that's what the third impact would cause. I wonder with the Human Inch Mentality Project is that they had the, the dummy plug Ava's, right? Those, those that, like, God, it, and, oh, I'm so excited to talk about the end of the Evangelion. Such a good, just pure goodness. But, like, you know, they, like, come back to life, and then, like, they have to form that, like, that thing in the sky in order to, like, make the Human Inch Mentality Project start. And so, were they already there as backup for when that was going to happen? Because they weren't "Quote unquote," like made yet, or were they made? Like that, I mean, I, like they needed those to start the to start the third impact.
3: Um. Yeah, I don't know honestly. I think like I ha- I would have to rewatch it because I did rewatch the other episodes. But I think the uh, those Evas the, the Eva series they were talking about them for like a while because they're like, oh, we're like on. They're making like a series and they're gonna be doing the dummy plug system but herb has a dummy plug system with Ray, and they have a dummy plug system with Kaoru, which basically the dummy plug system is clones of Kaoru inside the dummy plug and they just put them in there and they synchronize and they start working um but there is like i said i think like that is how because if you think about it, the Eva series are basically full beings. They're like angels, so they're like they're all o- they're like their own way of starting like their impact by the hand of seal and like them being in control of it and creating the the nt 18 feel and like all that stuff. It's like they show their hand. Like they've been planning for it for like a long time, but. Yeah, I guess I forgot the question.
1: Well, because it's so, like, because it's, like, couldn't it impact dead started any of, like, the three times that, like, I think we had listed in the previous episode? There's, I think, episode six, which I can't remember how the, that was going to happen, but I know that it was close. It was a close call, right? And then there was...
0: Yeah, episode six uh, was the the triangular prism angel that was drilling um through nerve with the drill yeah yeah Yeah, so it seems like yeah multiple angels try to get to nerve and try to get really close so So like yeah yeah, like if an angel touched lilith it would you're saying that it would reset all of the life that came from lilith but the angels would be fine so it's a very first impact when so adam comes to earth first and there's angels, and then Lilith comes, and then that causes the first impact, which erases all the angels, just into one, atom again.
3: From, yeah, I don't know. I think like
0: because if sin because yeah. if Shinji chose to be a single thing, it, like all of all of humans would have just been gone into one body, right?
3: Well, they yeah. would have gone into the, the
1: egg, right? The the black.
0: Oh, dragon. they would just go back yeah. into the egg. You
1: know, because that's what was happening when she's all like, you know, like, and has the you know vagina hands, and it's just like suck She's just taking all of the souls back into herself. And then when Shinji says no, and like the blood spurts out on the red, like the moon, and that's like everybody's like soul being released back. And then we have the red ocean. And that's all people again. The primordial ocean. That's what, and so yeah, yeah. Like, the third impact still happened. It's just it's not in Lilith
2: anymore. But, yeah.
0: So will there, I guess maybe, I mean, maybe we could save this question for the recap, but will there be a fourth impact? Uh, I, don't
3: want to, I don't want to spoil the Rebuild series.
0: Okay, don't. Yeah, don't. All right, We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that.
3: <sighs> oh, I still haven't watched all of it, but like I
1: also saw like somewhere there's like a Spanish dub of like I think the first 10 minutes of uh Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. And like yeah. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but like they're all wearing these suits, they got these masks. And I'm just like, oh, this seems good <laughs> Yeah, I'm it's
3: like, happening like, like, yeah. In like in like Euro Nerve French, and mm-hmm. it was. It's in Paris, and the thing was screen in Paris. and The first shot of the thing is like this shot from like under Eiffel Tower, and everyone goes nuts. I like, I was like, of ah. course, like, French people cool. like, <laughs> loving this. I was like, damn, I want, I want one like that. Can we do one like the Mexican pyramids or something? That would be nice. Think, yeah. The pyramid of the sun. But then again, like, they grabbed the Eiffel Tower and some shit. So one of the monsters is like, no, I'm that's like, not cool. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like so excited. Anyway, yeah. that's cool.
1: We can't catch with that. Apparently, I, I know I'm not going to
3: spoil
0: it. No, yeah. Yeah. To yeah. I guess I'll I'll finish recapping six, and then we can move on to episode seven. I'm sorry for throwing out the deep questions early that got us yeah. all over. Yeah. So, so where we were from last episode, yes, this angel's attacking. Masato has an idea. Um, This is, I believe, the first mention of the Magi, the three supercomputers. Masato gets a massive gun from another government organization, but then they need electricity from all over Japan to uh, charge this gun. The plannings, the tactics, the resource, the intergovernmental collaboration. Like, for me, that's, like, the stuff that, like, makes Ava feel real. Like, all the red tape and, like, the limited resources. Shinji wakes up. There's a brief... A Ray brief Shinji, completely business. There's a new suit. There's a fish. First mission together. Ray two question mark. School kids find out where the battle are. They watch. Uh, first time for both the Zero, and a Unit One. Um, the giant gun, piloted by Shinji in Unit One, and then Ray using a shield um, to block the Angel attack in uh, Unit Zero. They talk about death, um, the tension, the waiting. Yeah, then I guess why pilot? You know, there's that question. Rey's linked to everyone. She has nothing else. Then there's the first shot, big miss. Ray blocks Angel shot. Shinji, second shot, cancels Angel. Eva Zero takes massive damage. Unit Zero One opens the, opens the plug. Shinji gets the plug open from Rey. And the reminiscent of the scene with Gindo opening the plug with Ray in it. Shinji cries, shows emotions. Um, do Ava's feel? Um, Ray doesn't know how to act. Sees Gindo and Shinji. Smiles. And that's the end of the episode.
1: I think that's when Ray catches feelings for Shinji. And starts to like him. I think that's the mom part of Ray coming out. She's like,
0: whoa. Is she liking him because she thinks of Gendo or separate from the connection of Gendo
1: I think I think she sees the difference between Gendo and Shinji and their similarities but also how Shinji will take it and instead of being like cold and distant in a weird way like Shinji will like I think she can feel like Shinji's heart a little bit better his guards down a lot more I think that's like his issue is that his AT field is like not always like he lets a lot of more stuff in um and is trying to figure it out amongst himself. And, like, maybe Ray can see that. Whereas Gendo is, like, super hard. And, like, just... Even with Ray, like, he's, like, sweet and kind to her. But, like, will also be like, Ray, you're going to do this really difficult thing. Like, you're going to almost die because I can just recycle you and get a new one. And she knows that. So there's, like, a, a disconnect of love, I would say.
0: Yeah, did we ever establish if we think Ray is, like, a full person? Like, a complete person or... Is Ray missing something, or is Ray like a full individual, or is Ray just like an amalgamation of these other things?
1: I think she's just dual parts of the same stuff. Like she's she's always the same thing over and over again, and like there is that weird like memory carryover from body to body. But uh, but I like I think it's like that kind of almost like God, where it's like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Like Ray is like all. One, but also separate things at the same time and like it's weird so each one has a different function or had a different personality um but I think that like because it's always Lilith's soul and it's always um the mom's DNA that like she's always the same kind of person like to have the soul of one of the angels like that's got to be like you kind of I feel like you could see past present and future all at the same time and that could get really confusing especially if you're, like, 14,
0: even though you have, like, the soul of the beauty. <laughs> so, okay, so I think I'm finally maybe beginning to understand this, like, aspect of, uh, like, what Ray is. Like, I guess you saying um, that it's the mom's DNA and then the soul of is like, I guess, like, makes me be able to, like, see it better. And then I guess from other conversations, so that means Kaoru is, has a soul of Adam. Is what we're saying and then who who's like phys- who is he physically or what de- is he just like a random person or is I his
1: it, i think it's random i think he's more random than than gendo because gendo was still driven with using her dna whereas like seals kind of like fuck emotions y'all all gonna die like so I think he's a random person. I don't know. I think I was looking into that a little bit more and doing more research on, like, who the fuck Kaoru is. And, like, I still, like, and he, like, takes on a whole new role, I guess, in the next series. And, like, oh, it's just, I don't get it. He's interesting. He kind of bothers
3: me. Yeah, I never thought about who he was, like, in that aspect, right? Like, he's always referred, like, um, like a vessel, right? I feel like, that's, it's always being referred to that, so I always feel like I, I I think about him like in Potter, right? Like he was molded to do something, and I always thought he was like Adam's avatar in a human body, kind of like how Ray is Lily's avatar in a human body, but he's like using um Jewry as the vessel, right? But I never thought like who was uh, Adam's material to create the, like, the vessel, right? Like, making an avatar, or making, like, an angel, um, like a human angel, like an angel in a human body. There's, uh seals fitting, right? Which was, I think, was when we get to it in episode 24. But yeah, I never thought about it that way, like, but like, who is Kaoru? to me it was always oh. like this weird construct.
1: Oh, I remember the fact about Kauru, because the second impact is how
2: he was made. When you
1: <laughs> around, um, there's like a, I guess, oh, it feels like I'm cheating still, but like, because he's so far ahead in the series, and we're like on episode 6, and we're just like, you, like if he's like 16, you know? But um, I guess his birthday, uh, when he when he gets his like when they he gets shipped to them and they're looking at his data is like the same day as the second impact. And I oh. think it's when it's is like starting to be like, "Yo, like this shit's like wild. Like I'm not learning all the information." And so she's like, "That's weird. Like that's interesting." So they think, and then like if you really think about well, what the second impact was, which is like human contact with an angel to like try and shrink it down. So once he blew up then it all went into, you know, and like, so whoever Kaudu was, or that DNA that was spliced with him was like the test person, and so now he's just become this thing, So, but we don't know who that test person was, which makes me wonder then, how did we get Lilith without an impact, you know, like how did we get her soul, or their soul, I don't know what Lilith's gender is, like to be really honest, it's kind of just a blob figure, so how did let like soul get into Ray, like without there being another impact? If the second impact is caused by like, how to get hit.
3: I always thought like I always like I always feel like there's escalation in every episode of Eva, which I love. Like every episode there's something gained from every encounter. Like I think it was like episode three, like, like that like they whipping Angel and then uh, change it kills it, but they keep the whole body, and they're like, oh, all the information that we gather from this is gonna help like further like invest like research on the Avas and shit. And I think uh, what's her name, Ritsuko Akagi, says at one time like all our discoveries and research, there's like new things that we find out every day, and we like update everything that we do. So I think like escalation in Eva is like very obvious and visual. For example they didn't know at first or actually they knew like the second impact was, that was part of so like in order to reduce Adam and do that thing they did that and were like okay this is how it happened this is like this is how it happened this is how we did it the first time after that now we know how to do it better and I think then they were able to do the same thing without like drawing all of Antarctica with like Lilith uh, and now it's like they found like another different way to do it and it's very and I just love that that how it, that escalation happens like from episode to episode like once we get like farther down we're gonna be seeing like an episode before like an episode felt very real time like a few hours happen in an episode but like as we move forward months like like there's like giant time jumps like in cuts and I'm just like everything is going like super fast, and I think that kind of escalation, exponential like advancement, it's very obvious. Like in, 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 I think so. So yeah, I think like the first experiment of Adam tell them how to get better at it without all that collateral Hey, I that's Ru- how I think it is. What?
0: Ruben, are you recording on your end? No. Can you start? Yes. Only recently, you started having moments where you had you were a little inaudible, or like I, it's like the sound stopped or skipped.
3: Yeah, I'll start.
0: Um, I have so many questions, but I feel like we'll just like go off the deep end. So maybe we should just we'll <laughs> go back to the episode. Um, but I have so many questions now. But maybe this will be good for our general recap, larger conversation next time.
1: Yeah get all the juicy stuff
3: happens like post episode 12
0: yeah it just gets crazy it yeah. just gets really it just gets really wild
3: yeah we're gonna get into the into the what I call it I think we're gonna get into the into the, the filler section
0: yeah these all all these episodes have have their merit <laughs> so.
3: yeah they, they add like a little bit to the-
0: okay episode seven the works of episode seven the works of a man a human work the non-netflix title risuko tells shinji about the classified true cause of the second impact she and misato attend the field test for an eva competitor mech yeah so this is the episode where they have like the other the other uh, mech that who built it was the americans built it or just some other organization built it And it's, like, um, a robot. It's non-piloted. And then the episode starts, we see Gendo in his office. That's a really cool office. And then, so, because he just sits in a room and he's surrounded by, like, glass, right? And then, so, is that, like, the LCL and the rays he's surrounded by that we see later in the show? Like, that's just, like, all liquid and bodies floating in those... uh, I've been been thinking a lot
3: about that space recently because I realized that it's another one of those things that you realize later on that you forgot about a space but then you see it again and you're like wait this space that I'm obsessing about I think I've seen it before And while I was watching these other episodes I saw Gendo's office and I was like oh shit no wonder like this space that feels like it's between two spaces like there's below and there's below and there's like up like it's not like Gendo is at the top I, that's why I love that doesn't make you feel like Gendo is the head of the organization or like like there's something above him and there's like something below him and there's no walls but if you see it I think it's like it's inside the pyramid like almost in the top that you can see like the, that's how I feel like it's situated like near the top of the pyramid that's always shown because of the shape of the office. Um, and I think it's just windows. Like, that's what I've always thought about. Like, it's like, make it feel like it doesn't have any, um, it's just, uh, make it doesn't feel like it has any uh, walls and it's windows. And since Eva has like a lot of like uh, use of light language from cinematography, it's basically like overexposed exterior. Kind of like when you're shooting indoors and You can see through a window, like you can. You get light from the window, but if you look outside the window, it's going to be all wrong. So you can, you know, do that stuff. No.
0: So, so it's not it's not LCL and ray bodies. What you're what you're
2: saying?
1: I yeah deeper into the into the whatever this is, what is the geofront
3: you think he's below
1: yeah I think like you know where Lilith is kept I feel like it's like a couple blocks away you know
3: yeah like near central dogma
1: yes central dogma yes
0: okay. and then um, the next scene I think you know the more I think about him by far my favorite character um, Pinpin and Shinji are at home Misato is super tired, wakes up, drinks beer to get going, you know, beer in the a.m. Shinji saves Misato super hard. Yeah, and he seems like he's, like, like over it. He seems like he's past the point of, like, being nice or believing that she's, like, a mature adult. And then the next shot, we see the previous angel, like, Shinji's on the way to school. Um, so we see the previous angel sitting there, like, getting cleaned up, destroyed. At school, Masato drives up at a like a badass. Um, the creepy friend continues to video. I did, yeah, like the, he like videos and photos women, right? He like sells photos of like Asuka and um, like Ray or something. They both,
1: they're little perfs, bunch of little perfs. Like, oh, but like also like Masato's panty shots. Like, I some of them just don't even seem realistic. Like, I wear tank tops, right? I have boots. I wear tank tops, and they like don't flutter like this directly shoot down into it like they're just like they're just like you know what this person has boobs so let's make it really really evident that they have boobs you know <laughs> they're so curvy. it's so funny I can't stand it but also I'm just like y'all try it so hard like it feels like uh, was when, when you're like a teenage boy and you draw like dicks everywhere <laughs> like when you're like 10 Yeah. you know it's kind of like that, but like they found out that dicks aren't cool. Or goops are now. Anyway. Because that's one. Like they're like shooting straight down and she's all like being cute. Which I also like that she still owns her cuteness too. She's like, yeah, I know I'm nice, but like, I have to take care of too.
0: Yeah, like a badass nerve major. Yes.
1: Yes. I love her. She's great. Anyway.
0: Then the yeah. Is- yeah, all the boys are obsessed with Misato. And then we shift to Shinji at Nerve. What are the Ava's? And then I smell blood in the plug. That was from a previous conversation that I know. I think Ruben mentioned something. Then Onyx reiterated. But yeah, blood in the plug. Is that that his mom's blood? Is that the Ava blood? Ava blood. Ava blood. I
1: think it's just weird. What if our blood was orange and clear? But
0: yeah, because the Ava, Ava blood, Ava blood plug. And then um, yeah. Shinji says, like, I feel some and secure, calm and secure in it. And that's because his mom's energy in it is in it. Or is it like it's formed some type of like motherly warmth, blanket, womb um, for Shinji? Yeah. Like, because he was what, two when his mom died? How old was he? He
3: was walking and
1: he was able to make sense but I'm not sure if he was, he wasn't, really, I don't think they said a direct age, but I would assume like round two or a year and a half,
3: not long.
0: And then we first hear about Unit 02, um, which is from Germany. Gendo's on a plane talking about for funding for AVA Unit 06 and Unit 08. Um, Shinji learns the truth about the second impact from Rusoko. Then we go through old Tokyo, Tokyo 2, Tokyo 3, old Tokyo is flooded. I don't know if it's the other episode. Oh yeah, I guess in the next episode, we also see another flooded city. So I guess during the second impact, most a lot of the old cities or the current cities that we have today flooded and don't exist anymore. Right from those, I remember like sometimes I would look at those maps, what happens if like all the you know ice in antarctica melts so i guess that would be similar right if in that world all the ice in antarctica is gone
1: kind of wild how it's kind of actively happening now as we're <laughs> going over this
2: yeah
1: it's uh yeah nice uh just a couple years later i don't know do you feel it's like it's weird when they're like 2015 is like when this is gonna happen like in the 90s it was like so far away but now we've like passed that and like you think it's like shifting from being futuristic to a relic
0: at this point I don't know if it's become a relic is it what's the term? Is it retro futurism is that a thing or is it like uh oh. when futurism becomes dated you know like when back to the future we passed those dates when we passed like Blade Runner wasn't Blade Runner in like twenty something the first one
3: yeah, I like that like I think there is a certain aspect about how one constructs like a fictional future, and specifically when it's like recent. When I always like, there's something that I've never explored in heaven. It's like, what is this uh, futuristic uh, future built from, right? Like the one from Blade Runner is like obviously very inspired like 80s Like look of things. I know it sounds like really not well thought out, but I'll get there. I'm trying. I'm trying. And for example, then you have like I feel like for the last ten to I think like from the last ten to fifteen years, like movies have built this future where it's very clean and sterile and very obviously inspired by a full design, which I always hated it. So we go from, like, this, like, dirty future in the 80s and 90s that I think also the original Star Wars, what I liked was, like, this lived-in future. It wasn't clean and pristine. So I think there's, like, these kinds of cycles of, like, how we like to perceive the future. And I think Eva was at the end the uh, detailed end of this uh, lived-in future, or, like, a futuristic environment. Because even though Nerve is, like, Highly um, finance institution or like I don't know what it I don't know what nervous I don't think it's an institution it's like a branch, like an executive branch of something
0: an agency
3: but, yeah an agency that's like I forgot that um, yeah like nervous an agency but it's not clean there's like lived in and, and there's like people working there's like there's rust and like oil and all that kind of stuff right it looks lived in and then like I don't know what, I don't know what was trying, I don't know what Hirakian was trying to show with this world, other than it's a very, I mean, from the city, from Neo, like, Tokyo, Tokyo, that's from Akira, uh, Tokyo 3, I think um, this very militaristic future, right, kind of like this city is a fucking battlefront, it was, this city was built to like fight, like this is what it's a fort and it's built to fight and considering like the history of Japan that they're not able to own an army and like always this these kinds of things always come up in anime like the self-defense uh force it's such a thing in all like narratives that involve like military involvement is that they cannot they cannot have an army but they can have like a defense force and I think that's like very entrenched in the building of the geo Front of Tokyo 3, Earth, is like, they have the Avas for the longest time. They're like, just wait, so like they're attacked. And the moment they're attacked, it's like, okay, we need to like send it out. Send forth uh, the thing that's going to fight, defend us from this thing. But what I'm trying to get at is like, I don't know what was trying, what was trying to be portrayed in this futuristic outlook, right? Kind of like, in Blade Runner, it was very obvious. It's like, it's kind of like very... Um, uh like almost decaying future it's like um very like somber or like um lived in and old and like there seems like there's technology but it doesn't seem very new or uh, like it seems like they're still fixing things it's it's not it's not very like I think I lost it, but I don't know. I, if everyone wants to jump in, just jump in, please. Take the mouth of the microphone.
1: No, it's I it's, I don't know, retro. didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, it's the, the lived-in future. I don't know, Nerve seems pretty clean. I wouldn't say it's super deep. Thin. I mean, it's, it's dystopian. But like Nerve itself is like probably the safest place to be on Earth at the time. I wish we could have seen more of, like, the destruction of the earth, like, if he had just, like, just, just, like, tossed in a little bit of, like, just scruples, like, you know, he did with, like, a there's, like, a radio, like, thing, broadcast that happens, and, like, you can kind of hear it in the dubs, that like, it's talking about, like, a civil war that's going on in, like, basic, like, southeastern Asia, like, and it's, like, between China and, like, Vietnam or something like that, but it's not that anymore, like, there's, like, China in it's, they used a specific phrase, but, like, basically there was, like, a government shift, and, like, that shift has happened multiple times, and now there's even another civil war happening, like, in other parts of the world, and it's just, like, a radio broadcast, but, like, there's just a snippet of it, just sprinkled in, but you don't really get to know about, like, what else is happening, you only see, like, this weird version of Japan that's in Kerma Summer, and,
0: what episode was that?
1: Um, I think it's actually episode, like, eight. Like, it, it's a scene with Asuka, and she's mad. She's really, really mad, and she, like, flops down onto her bed, and I think it's, or maybe, hmm, I think it's episode nine or eight. I can't remember. It was definitely with Asuka, and she's just all upset about something. Or maybe I'm jumping ahead in episodes. Like
2: I
3: I I
0: watched all this other ones and then I was like, ooh, episode 14. Cool. And then yeah. I thought was so good. Yeah, but I agree um with both of you about yeah, Nerve feels real, it feels lived in. Um I was gonna ask, I feel like Ruben, you know the names of all the characters. Um yeah. those two or those like three people that work the desk at Nerve. Oh my god. But then you see them, I think they're, like, buying clothes from Masato or, like, buying food, like, running errands for Masato. Like, at least two of them are one day. Um, yeah.
2: yeah.
3: So, That's the one by Suda Ghibli. I don't know their names. Oh. Oh. I don't really know the girl's name. Her name oh. is Maya. Oh.
1: I, looked, I looked that one up and I, like, saw this. I think I Googled it. Forum. This like this. <laughs> Like, just hating on that because, uh, Katsuragi, not Katsuragi, um, Akagi, Ritsuko, she, uh, she looks so weird. She looks so weird in one scene. They're cute, though. Uh, the little short hair, I don't know her name. She's, like, definitely hot for teacher.
3: So Senpai, notice me.
1: Ritsuko. Like, but, like, during her, like, demise, like, literally, it's Ritsuko. You know, and then, like, she types something on the computer, and it's like, oh
2: I'm
0: so in love with you, or whatever. I don't know. It's so great. I love their little relationship. Yeah, then, as we continue on episode seven, we get to... um and uh, Masato go to, like, a, a demo of this other, M- other mech, this rival mech from a different um, governmental organization that is remote controlled instead of piloted there's a back and forth between so they're like at a in like a ballroom like kind of a reception vibe with a bunch of tables people drinking and hanging out and a guy giving a speech and then um akagi comes up sets up you know starts questioning the mech being like how can remote remote control work questioning like how it's powered the danger Of it's like nuclear battery then the guy like starts being an asshole like sexist asshole talking about like how they can't do shit and like how avas are dangerous or whatever then yeah there's like more of a masato and um akagi talking shit then we see the other mech and as soon as it starts up it starts to mess up begins overheating it's unable to shut down it's lost control masato eventually takes control of the situation um she needs a lot of like bureaucratic uh, bureaucratic steps and like red tape um, to get through in order to approve anything to do. She ends up suiting up to get inside the mech, having Shinji and Ava Zero One um, ready and fired up to help her get inside the mech. Um, so yeah, at this point, the the rival mech is just like running rampage. It's just like running, running like a crazy robot, destroying buildings and shit. And then we see Ava Zero One um, running along too, you know, in this, like, um, I feel like a really non-robot run, a really human kind of run, um, catch up with the mech, and then get, uh, Masato inside, uh, Masato is super hot, it's, uh, radiation, Masato eventually manages to shut it off, um, and then, yeah, we find out, like, did Gendo plan the malfunction? Was it the plan to maintain Ava dominance? Um, then at the end of the episode, uh, Toji and that other perverted friend um, point out that Misato and Shinji are actually like family.
3: Yeah. There's not a lot to talk about in that episode other than, yeah, I remember the guys, I think he makes like a remark of Misato and Ritsuko where he says like, well, I don't think the Eva is like safe, like a woman that can't control her emotions or something, and she just gets like flat. And I think we saw the next series, we saw that just like the shit out of um, a locker. Just like I'm like kicking it to like so mad. Um, I think I would have, I mean, I wouldn't have liked to see more insults, but I would have liked to see um, like that kind of response in like Sato or just like, you know, like getting her mad. but I think like that's like a tribute to her character. Was, like she's goofy and everything, but when like shit gets hard, like she is like there's no one else. Like I put my trust. I was, like yeah, she can do it. You're gonna get us out of it done it before. But yeah, I still have I still put forward my read that uh, after several watches that she is an alcoholic. And, and eventually, like she stops, and I think that's like such a such a thing that I didn't notice for as long as time, and it makes more sense to me. Like, oh yeah, she's like, and I imagine that like first episode where she's like, you did good, it. and she says strong like, cut of her mind. Like, you did good, it's fine, you saved us all. You know, it's, it's like, do this. I don't know, I just love that character so much, but I feel like this episode is like not a lot to talk about because not a lot of it like moves forward
1: all planned. We're missing the part of the point of the episode is that it's a part of Gendo's scenario. He planned it. Like, this is the first time that we start to see that, like, Gendo's not hopeful and Nerve is probably up to something. Like, and, and like, even, and, and we find out that Ritsuko is a part, is in on the plan. Because she said, oh you know, God. her and that, that one dude. Who's that one dude?
0: Like, the uh, assistant, like the assistant commander?
1: Yeah, he's like a doctor, but he's also like a. You know, he's like the one character that looks like really white, like.
3: As,
0: uh, yeah, I think he's the the deputy commander. The
3: same, like right hand.
0: Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. that
3: guy, and they're both for like, it, like. Who? For there you go.
0: Sookie.
1: okay, yeah, and Sookie, his, his, his he's so weird. Like, did he have the hots for the mom? Yeah, he like, did.
0: Oh. Exactly. Like, I
3: love yeah, he had, like, that's the only reason that he's been, like, following Gendo all this time.
0: It seems like scientists are just, like, love fest. Like, going to the laboratory, everybody's hooking up with each other, loving each other.
1: Is that how scientists really are? It,
0: probably. It's probably based on facts. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: really <Yeah>. are. <laughs> they're a bunch of broken humans. But, like, they're all in on it. And, like, and, and we all know that, uh... Uh oh, Katsuragi. What what is her? There's Ritsuko, and then I keep, and then Katsuragi. But what's her real? Misato. Misato.
3: Misato right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and that Misato's not in on any of it, and then she was just like
3: trying to play the she hero, could but not he died, her died in there. And she, she
1: was honestly. like, well,
3: well,
0: yeah. that's the thing. It seemed like Gendo had no problem if the if Misato died that day. She it seemed like he would have been fine with that. And maybe even Akagi would have been like fine with that.
3: Yeah, and that's she's supposed to be
0: her friend, right? But yeah, I guess that's right, Onyx. That's like what one thing this episode shows
3: is that Nerve is probably the good guy, Uh, and it's weird that you have like. For me, in that sense, it's like oh, I didn't thought about Nerve being the bad guy till like I saw very similar imagery in another anime by the, by Anno, Secret of the Blue Water, and the bad guys have the exact same architecture as Gendo's is and like, some of the things that are in Nerve, and I was like, wait a second, is Nerve the bad guy? Like It just like, dawned on <laughs> me, and I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> Nerve the bad guy, you know? Uh, I mean, I always thought Gendo was evil as fuck, and also... Like, Katsuragi, you I mean Ritsuko Akagi was, like, shitty. And but I was like, like, maybe there's good people, because you have Maya, and you have, like, all you know, operations, the Chikusato and, like, all those people. But, uh, I never thought that Nerve as a whole was the evil, I was like, oh, he, they have, like, an evil person, here, okay? which is, like, this plan. But they're, like, they're all cons. this guy, they don't even know it, they're like, damn it, Nerve is the evil. And then it makes more sense when you watch watch, like rebuild and Nerve is the evil one. And they have to make like there's another organization opposing it. Like there's no longer SEAL. So Nerve falls in that vacuum of power and they are now SEAL and there's another organization that's like the good guys, right? But then it's going to be amazing to see that the good guys also aren't good. So I'm looking forward for the fourth iteration of the rebuild series. Yeah. I really just want to, like, binge-watch and I, I don't know,
1: I, because this is all the same shit, like, it just shortened down again, you know, so I, I just need to probably, like, watch, like, the last 30 minutes of that one, and then, like, start on 2.0, but, uh, there's a couple, like, spoop channels, um, on YouTube that, like, make fun of, like, the, the Rebuild series, and Gendo's really funny, I'll have to share it with y'all, it's, it's, it's pretty good, they mock Gendo pretty well, uh, he's never been funnier, you know?
3: <laughs> I think he made like, I think there was like a Gillette commercial. I don't know if you all seen it. Like the Racer Blades. And Gendo is like, oh, like this is the uh, shave I've ever had. And he's like, ah. and like she in the back. I was like, wow, he looks like an idiot.
0: <laughs> so we get to episode eight Asuka ra- arrives in Japan. Shinji and his friends accompany Masato to Ava to meet Ava Unit 02 and its pilot Asuka at sea. Masato's old friend, Roji Kaji, is abroad with his own agenda. Filler episode, question mark? Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) We opened to Gendo talking on the phone about Unit 02, about the embryo, um, talking about a package arriving. And, uh, you know, maybe we're led to believe that it's unit zero two, But maybe by the end of this episode, we'll believe differently. Misato, Shinji, Koji, plus other friend uh, are in a helicopter to the UN naval fleet in the Pacific Ocean. Koji asks if Misato likes his new backwards cap. Um, friend nerding the fuck out on uh, pre-impact era naval vessels. You know, I think he has his camera out. Um, He's freaking out. He knows all the stats. We meet um, Asuka, Lingley, Soju. Unit 02, second child. Masato says she's gotten taller. She says that's not all. That's not all ground. Sorry, I don't know what that means. Um, Slaps Choji. Choji flashes her. All on a unit. Oh, yeah, right. So, Koji chose his... Penis, he just flashes, pulls out his penis on a U.N. carrier. Yeah. Um. Stands on Koji's new hat. The wind blows. Toji looks up. Price for a treat. Think you got a great deal. I'll show you a treat. Um. And then she's disappointed by Shinji. So, yeah. So, we meet Asuka for the first time. She's um, She seems brash. I don't know. Like, she does seem different from the other characters. I don't know if that's, like, them trying to do, like, a cultural thing. Like, oh, she's German. She behaves way differently. Because I feel like there's other scenes with, like, Masato and her clashing around, like, Japanese culture. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we meet Asuka. Um, she slaps Koji. She's disappointed by Shinji. Um, yeah, first thoughts, reads, feelings? When I, was kid. when I was a kid, I fell in love
3: with her. I was like, she's cool. But then when I was a kid, I was stupid. <laughs> I, I've never...
1: I, I, I never understood main like when I watched it, I was Like, why? Like, why? Like, I feel like there's a lot of anime that has the most annoying character ever. You know, like there's always one, and like for some reason they get a lot of attention. But it's just like if you knew that person in real life, like I would not like talk to them, be their friend. I'd probably like say something about her hair. Like, you know, like I just don't like, because she's so, like, what is it, cocky, she's so cocky, it's just too much, like, why is she being mean to, like, like, gentle baby Shinji, you know, who's just, like, trying to figure out his shit, but, like, also she has issues, too, which is why the show's good, right, but I don't know, It's just a lot of slapping, she has a lot of slapping, a lot of violent behavior, you know, I don't know, anyway, that's my read on, like, she always thinks that everybody wants to, like, Ogled her, which I guess is just misogyny, right? You know, that's just all that's happening there. But it's still like kind of annoying when you like see somebody who's like, yeah, like, don't look at me, but like, look at me. Don't look like, ah, uh. <laughs> don't look at me.
3: Um, yeah, like when I was a kid, uh, I, I mean, I saw the first episodes. So i was like, damn, this show's a fucking downer, right? And then I saw this trash pilot, which was like more in line to what I was expecting from a show like this. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah, you kick that things out, yeah, you know, like, yeah, finally. And I identified, I wanted to be I wanted to be Asuka more than I wanted to be cheating, you know? I never wanted to be cheapy or rape or Sato or Gendo or like any of those people, but I wanted to be her, you know. And then I I mean, I like red and her robot's red. And whenever I bought my first Eva action figure, that was the first one I got. So like I wanted, I like I like that aspect of Oscar. It was like, yeah, like the power fantasy of the Metro, show. Here it goes, yeah, fuck yeah, right? You're cool, you're brash, you do all the things, but you deliver. Even though you're like annoying as shit, but like you do the things. It's like you don't, you like, you have all these faults that are not making me want to be your friend, but you're a good soldier just like uh Ray is but you know this other end of the spectrum and like she is a good soldier and she delivers and she knows how to put like she said like this is the first like battle Ava like oh, yours is a test type yours is a prototype mine is like the first one that's like made for this and like that just makes that character like real ra and like, all those things but I just I liked it I think it was like a good change of pace. From what it was, but this is me as a kid. Me now, I feel like Asuka was like a cop out uh, because people were not liking, and like the producers and like people involved were not liking the tone of the show. And this is Kireakianos' intent of like, okay, I'll change it. I'll try to be more less depressing, and. Asuka is here to counterbalance those first amazing six episodes that are familiar, like perfectly paced, well character developed. You have like the first Ching-Gi, three Chingi episodes, then you have like you meeting Rey, and like the other um, th- uh, two or three episodes where it's like chingi Rey relationship, and then this arc is, is Asuka, then chingi Asuka, and then chingi Asuka Rey. And like it's like the show went like boom like this and then like Oscar's like boom like, brings it back to like balancing like all these emotions and this action and she brings like the her episodes of the ones are action oriented but in the big picture those those episodes are the worst like for me like I don't like the one of the synchronous a little bit I don't like the one of the spider like a little bit. Like, I don't, oh my god, like, the one of, like, the lava one, that's so bad. Um, oh, I hated that episode. It was just so cool. Like, it did this, but then it, like, it went, like, oh, now it's really shitty. And then it's, like, fuck it, let's just go to its original intent, completely break down this red redhead, redheaded character into, like, their issues and blah, like, just, like, pummel it, break it down, like, nothing I
1: That's probably the best part of Asaka is that, like, just gets like, yeah, like, so, so hard. And it's like, okay, like, that's like, but like, and you know, and it's heartbreaking because the only reason that she's like acting like that is because her mom committed suicide, you know, because she got her soul taken out, you know, like, and it was weird, like that totally makes sense that, like, Oscar would behave that way, but I like that they still did that. Yeah, that makes more sense. I like your explanation of that because I fucking hated her <laughs> until she got, like, destroyed. And then her final scene in the movie artist it makes up for everything. That's when she's needed. Crazy. That's when her, like, her, like, cockiness is needed.
3: Yeah, it's like, you're up. Because this idiot is not coming out. She's like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." And that's like something that I loved about it is like, she has all these things, but she like delivers, and she did. but like, she didn't know that those things were gonna come back lot. But uh, yeah, let's keep let's keep moving. Do you have anything to say, Max, <laughs> about Alaska?
0: I definitely enjoyed um, her juxtaposition to yeah, Ray and Shinji, these like sad and morbid characters. Um, yeah, for me, it seemed pretty clear that she was really, like, focused on, like, status, her status as an Ava, Ava pilot, and, like, being, like, the best, and then realizing that Shinji, like, being, like, all whiny was still, like, naturally better than her, I think was starting to eat at her, like, from the very beginning, like, when she got her, like, hit sink rate or something, like, sink rate of 40%. I think from then it was on just, like, why Why is this little, like, better, a <laughs> better Ava pilot than me?
1: yeah you know. that definitely pissed her off and like or that uh they could switch uh Ray and shinji or not Ray, yeah Ray and shinji i don't think they could switch perfectly but like Ray could use unit one and they unit zero freaked out on shinji right yeah yeah is that later or is that in this is that's later yeah
0: i don't it's i don't later. think that's
1: okay Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She gets so jealous. There's so I don't think uh, Ruman, you had a theory right that Ray and Asuka off-screen that we don't know about, right? Like, and that's
3: why like they're like the love interest
1: together. We had talked about that at some point.
3: Oh, that there's like scenes between uh, Shinji and and Asuka that we're never seen.
1: That like we don't know about, but like that's like because I remember I was like Ray you know, even, like, following, like, the Odomus Complex would be a better match for Shinji, just, like, on, a, like, a relationship level, but for some reason, you know, it's Shinji and Asuka, and Asuka who, like, belittles Shinji to, like, the Nth degree, and, like, Shinji who, like, just kind of, like, doesn't know what to do about her, like, I don't think they match, but then you had said that, like, you think that something between happens between them, other than that weird-ass kiss, like, romantically, <laughs> that we
3: don't yeah. know about. I start, like, I always thought, like, because I feel like there's gaps in that relationship. Because I yeah. don't think anyone would behave like that to anyone unless there was something going on. That, that's how I saw it. I was like I never thought like, oh Asuka is just a piece of shit. I was like, no, there's a reason she's acting like that. Maybe something happened that we don't know. And there is like some there's like one or two frames of a shot, like this composition where Shinji's like laying down in bed and you see these red strips of hair and he's naked and just like looking to its side. And it's like I feel like they had like intimacy, and they were trying to work some shit out, but both of them are like so messed up that they just couldn't make it work. And one would just like close down and be like, "Leave me alone," and the other one is like, "You Blah blah blah. It's like this very kind of like very toxic relationship between them because they're kids. They don't know what they're doing, and she wants to have sex, and he doesn't even know what to do with that, and but he likes her because she's cute, and maybe in his head he thinks, like, oh, I like her. We must do something, right? Um, that's how I feel about their relationship. I feel like, even though it's, like, maybe we make the between Ray and Shinji, there's, like, barely anything going on there. And you said, like, it would make more sense for those two to hook up, right? Or, like, to become, like, a native. But then again, maybe it's not exciting enough for Shinji, and he likes to have a, I think like Chink just wants attention because he didn't have for his father. So Asuka is giving him that attention, even though it's giving him this weird fucked up uh, form. And he's just, okay, okay, good. I'm, I, have, I'm, I have like severe depression or something. And I can't stand up for myself or anything. Like but yeah, it's like, it, I think it gets worse as each traumatic event of him writing the robot. It's more and more apparent. It just like I feel like eventually Misato starts failing as a surrogate mother, and there's that whole episode where they're like all like not to each other in the house, like everyone's locked up in the room. It's like just like fucked up environment, and they're like don't not right now. And I think that's just changes like I just want someone to. I feel like sometimes Chinji's like I feel like. Sometimes I feel like changes more, it's, sometimes I feel like maybe changes the height, you just feels too much, but then sometimes I feel like he's just like a cancer, like a male cancer, and it's like, it's between those oh. two, like, he just feels too much, oh, word. <laughs> Yes. They're the words, because
1: like, they, they can't handle their feelings, so then they just become, oh,
3: geez. oh my gosh, anyway, sorry, you continue what you're saying. And then I feel like Asuka is like, I mean, I know we're going archetypes, and probably a lot of people are not going to understand what the fuck I'm saying. But then in Asuka, I feel like Asuka is like a very fucked up Leo. Like, just like, me, 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 like this weird Leo that just like, like, you know those Leos, right? They're like bad.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Like me. I might know one or two. You know? <laughs> yeah, shut up. I'm out right <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I definitely can see, like, I feel like it makes so much more sense if I look at Shinji through the lens of being a Cancer. I'm like, oh, God, of course. He's a Gemini. No, Gendo's a
1: Gemini.
3: <laughs>
1: no, Shinji is a Gemini. Like, I'm just looking at their... Oh! So, Shinji is a, is a Gemini. Uh, Asuka is a Sagittarius. Oh, my
3: God, you know why Shinji so is a Gemini? he's yeah, a no, he that yeah, no is a Gemini.
1: Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. He but is also a
3: Gemini.
1: like that like Shinji will get sassy and he'll I don't like you, I don't wanna talk to you, don't and then and then he'll go turn around and cry in the corner and say, You didn't wanna speak to me, you didn't wanna touch me like why like he put like, no effort into trying to get love. He's so toothpaste, he tries so hard. <laughs> but yeah, probably has. Yeah, I like I like Gemini. They're
3: fun. I don't. Oh, and then
1: um,
0: Aries.
3: <laughs> what? She's like the least Aries ever.
0: Who? Who's in Aries? No,
3: she's a
1: quiet one. She's the weird, quiet one that seeks control. She just says yes and no. Like, guilt trips. Like, tr- like throws so much shade at Shinji. Being like, okay, so like you're not gonna do it, then I am better than you. Like, like she doesn't say it in that, just less words.
3: Such an Aries.
0: Ray is in an Aries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I can see that I
3: guess. I wanna know what
1: gendo oh is.
0: Oh my god, what's gendo? What's gendo? Scorpio. Capricorn. Yeah, definitely
3: Capricorn. Um, April 29th, ninth, Taurus, I think, right? I can see that. <laughs> Just like slow and steady, so is the plan.
1: Is he? Yep, he's a Taurus. He's a hardcore like middle of the month. Oh no, that's why he has so much attachment to his wife. He's like, Oh, she left me. I have to hold oh my gosh, if we gave Taurus a, like power.
3: Oh, give a Taurus some power. We'll just start the path. that. Wait, okay, Misato? Do you have Misato? I'm I'm
1: doing it now. <laughs> I'm, just it. I'm just gonna start with twisting them off. She's also a Sagittarius. Of
3: course she is. Like that's definitely like yeah, so I was like, yeah she's I Sagittarius is are so funny. Right. What's the,
2: what's
3: the, uh, who are
1: you, uh the Kaji, spy. I'm doing Kaudu. I'm doing Kaudu first. Oh, oh, Koji? Kaudu's a Virgo, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. A um Koji Kaji or is he Koji? I don't know if Kaji
3: is a spy.
1: Kaji. Kaji. He's a Gemini too. That's why him and, and uh what's his face get along. Shinji. Remember when he's like, hey, boy, oh. look at this garden. You're feeling that there's garden. He would have been such a good father figure. Do
0: you think, wait, so do you think the guy that wrote Ava saw his young self as a Shinji, than his adult self as a Kaji? Yeah,
3: definitely. Because I was watching it with a uh, Rooney. We were near the end of Eva and she was like, this is weird. What sign is this guy? And we looked at. I was like, he's a Gemini. I was like, yeah, this guy's just all over. But yeah. So we were talking about Asuka. <laughs> um,
1: Asuka, so Asuka I'm your Sagittarius, self. Yeah. Fire. She's great. Well, we could also still talk about Kaji and all. Produced, and we see that Kaji. Or that Asuka has like feelings for Kaji, which get crushed also later in uh, the series, but that also that, um, why do I say Misato? But Misato and him have history, and he's still flirty. He's a playboy.
3: And and she can't resist him at all. In the spine world, you call that She's like an acid for him. makes it even... Their relationship, their relationship even fucking worse. I mean, that's something that I just thought about because I've been watching some spy shows. <laughs> and when you brought up like, damn, fucking Achi. I mean, is like Achi's asset. Like, probably he never loved her. And he just like pushed his way to like her. I mean, that's me just being paranoid because, like I say, it.
0: I think I think he he well, had genuine feelings for her or has or had. I, yeah. I
3: second that.
1: Because she never gave he me opened this. her eyes up to the truth. Anything love- that he was gonna get from nerve, he would have already like she didn't have the information going on for real for real. He told her about it, you know. She, it.
0: she didn't have the answer, Sway. <laughs> all right, we have to we have to keep moving. We're gonna take so long with every episode. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right,
3: all right. Where are we at now?
0: So Masato had beef with the U.N. admirals. They obviously, once again, dealing with misogyny. Don't think she knows how to do anything. Um, Oh, right. So again, these references to other things that exist. Um, Masato, we see Masato with her jacket zipped up for the first time, maybe. And she's wearing a red beret. And she looks just like that one Street Fighter character.
1: Oh. Oh yeah, just
0: so cool. And then we hear about Germany's third branch, which is um, the same as Nerve. And then Kaji um, arrives, Misato's stunned. Yeah, and then we see that Asuka has an obvious crush. Um, then they all go in the elevator together. Um, Misato and Asuka yell at Koji and Kaji to not touch them. Kaji makes a statement about uh, how he and Misato used to hook up, kind of, kind of crass classless. Um, we find out that Shinji's a better pilot than Asuka. Is Asuka the worst pilot? Why is it so important for Asuka to be the best? The forty percent sync rate. Um, even though Asuka's pilot of the Unit Zero Two, she's a third child. Um, Asuka and Shinji get inside Zero Two. The first built Ava for combat, the official Ava. Um, An angel attacks, uh, underwater angel. The UN has the UN Navy has nothing on the angel AT field. Do angels have free will? Do they think? What do they think of the Avas? There's feelings of Adam, of Lilith. They, the,
1: they're kind of in control of the situation. Like somehow, like, I don't know. The angels seem to be like very one track minded first angel that self-destructs so that you know like i don't i don't know why it's self-destruct it was self-destructing in hopes to kill uh unit one right but everything else like it's just a bunch of static. i wonder if the the avas feel that or if they're just like so imbued with the souls of the moms that like they are no longer like angel related in that
0: sense yeah it seems they have feeling but i don't know yeah where that feeling comes from if it's angel Or mom, yeah, like you said, mom and beauty.
3: I don't know. Yeah,
1: angel, I feel, I always, like, especially this one, it was, like, the weird mouse, like, it looked like a whale, a weird tan whale. I don't know, they remind me of, like, the sauropods. I don't know. I'm I'm just pulling out dinosaur words on my ass, but. And that's,
0: that's, like, an, yeah, that's another question I have is, like, so if angels did exist, like, if angels won, so there would just be, like, a billion different angels? Or like each angel we see is like a part of like a, a race or a species of a bunch of angels that are like that. There's like you know because no two angels are the same, and so it's like in, in this world are these like you know what what is that like how would how would an angel world exist?
1: I feel like would like they're all would the earth disappear if they existed? Would the earth have a shorter lifespan or would they live in peace because they're not trying to get the humans?
0: I feel like they would live in peace right because if they were just like here's the angels your planet is earth they would just be angels on earth. earth
1: yeah i don't know i feel like this is something like so if like if angels were alive would they be chill or would they also because i don't know like dinosaurs like ate each other though but they did not destroy the earth do they eat each other
0: i think some eat dinosaurs ate each, each other oh what do angels eat i don't know yeah see we don't know anything yeah. about them right they just show because
3: up they're complete beings. I feel like they say that several times. They don't need anything. Yeah. But the the avas eat. I mean, they eat an angel eventually. Yeah. It's
0: a- but the avas need like a a power cord and stuff, right? Yeah, because
3: they're incomplete. They're like clones. They're like. So does that
0: mean that humans are incomplete? Because we need energy. We need to eat.
3: I mean, I think that's what he's going for.
0: So why is it that the yeah. angels were perfect, then humans weren't perfect?
3: Floyd. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's
2: a good <laughs> question.
1: question. It's what? It, I think it's Gordian. What is it? It's judo-christian, like, symbology with, like, DNA the heels. like, because, like, there's, like, the attachment. Like, Hedgehog's the one that, that's Floyd. And then, like, there's all the titty stuff anyway, which is, like, about to do you want to go back to the womb, re-entering of the womb. Like, that's all Freud psychology stuff. We all just want to be big babies. Yeah, we all want to be baby, And we're going to do it, even though it, like, I don't know, and that's how you get weird sex, like, is that we all want to be baby? That's Freud's idea of things. And I don't know. PDF Yano used it a lot, which I think is questionable, but also, like, it's chill. It made for a good anime. Because they always talk, uh, like, in the, the last two episodes, real episodes, like, there's a lot of, like, rest.
0: I still need to rewatch the later stuff. I haven't rewatched it yet.
1: Um, I, liked, I liked watching the series straight, but I also knew too much about it. But yeah, <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we get to a changing scene um oscar's fired up then we see shinji in one of oscar's suits um this ship starts sinking is the angel searching like so every other time right the angel has attacked the geo front the angel has attacked nerve but this time we get the angel attacking um a naval fleet in in movement and so is it aiming for the ava is it trying to attack the ava did it get like different orders it's like instead of trying to go oh. for Adam or going for Lilith, like trying to take down this Ava?
1: I mean, they said that they thought it was... Like, I wonder if it impacts Adam or Lilith. It just has to be one of the first or second angels. Because that's what they are, right? It's the first and second one. But like if an angel comes into contact with another angel, it'll... Maybe? But wasn't Karu... Karu was heading for Adam and found out it was Lilith. But then, if Lilith makes contact with an angel, a third effect happens, which Kauru was the soul of Adam, but not, that was considered an angel. So, if he had made, contact, he decided to not make contact with Lilith, or he said it was silly that if he, to make contact with Lilith. Because then, if the both scene then, because if the angel made contact with Adam, would that be also another almost impact? That's what he was seeking out. Is it
3: one of just one of the two?
0: So you're saying it was, the angel was seeking to just touch the Ava to cause impact, not nearly to, like, destroy it as, like, an enemy.
1: No, I mean, not the Ava. Like, the little thing that ends up being in the hand.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, Adam. Is that embryo? Yeah, Adam.
1: Yeah, like, that's what the, because that's what they were saying might have happened, like, if, you're like, later on in this episode, like, Gendo and Kaji are discussing things
0: Oh. Right, and
1: they're like, do you think this is why the Ava was going for, or like the angel was going for the boat because he was already there with Adam? Oh. So like, you know, just as like point of equal importance as right? Right, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know who starts the third impact,
3: but I feel like it's one of those two either way.
0: So, I impact, and impact needs. Like, sorry, go ahead.
3: Oh, I think it's just like when these two things are encountered, they're like, kind of like this meeting of like matter and it's like you know, like something something happens, something starts like the wheel starts turning. It's basically how I feel like it is and it's uh it, it's a progress. Like it's not it's not like absolute. It's not like it starts it's like oh shit, it's over. It's like it evolves and changes like a whole process of it and there are many hands in it. And I think uh I think if and basically we have to see Lilith and Adam as a source. Like these are sources of life, of humans, Lilith, and Adam is the source of the fruit of life, which are the angels and the fruits or the, the the aftermath of the fruit of knowledge, right? And it's I think they said it once that the fruit of knowledge bears uh, life that is big and and very singular and the fruit of knowledge creates this uh multiplying form of life like a, like like simple vessel is replicated over and over and over and over and over again right
0: okay so and, sorry i just understand so you're saying like that explains the angels being from yes, that one I think, tree like, I don't and when then I that explains that the it. humans being from the other yeah. tree and then you're also yeah. saying that the only time shit happens is if anything comes into contact with Adam or within the Lilith. It doesn't have to be an angel. It could just be anything comes into contact with either of those beings. Shit will happen. Is what
3: you're Yeah. kind Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think oh, it's like, it's like going back to the source, I think like something happens. I don't know specifically what it does, but like, yeah. So, if we touched Lilith, would-
0: But you're saying, if we touch a Lilith?
1: Yeah, would we become goo? I don't know. Because she a, a human source. So If I was like, oh, hey- Lilith.
0: Maybe you would become, like, another Lilith. Like, if you touch the source of your own self. Maybe you would reach, like, godhood.
1: Would I be a leg person? Yeah!
0: Maybe you'd be a leg.
1: Do you think that's people who accidentally touched Lilith and were like, yo, like, I'm just and then people? That's That's so weird. That's a
0: fucking legit theory.
3: Yeah, I like that one. You're just one of those legs that are coming out of her.
0: (laughs) And that's how many people have found Lilith before, like, through the millions of years.
3: Well, where was she? In the hole. Like the she, was the, she was in the she was in the in the moon, and they found it when they were being... Oh, inside of the. She's always been. There. I mean, they're always been.
0: So Lilith is like underneath Japan or somewhere else.
3: Underneath Japan, or like depends the where the Black Moon. I know that the Black Moon is underneath Japan, and that little pocket the Geofront is like life. It's like a little valley that they found. Yeah, and like beneath that that's where Lilith is. So that's like I don't know, it's like this weird metaphor of like like around Lilith. Yeah. The whole fortress wow. is built around her. So they build the fortress around Lilith so no one like they have a fortified position if they want to go and try to reach it or them or she. whatever That's so wild,
1: that is so, like, also I always love how, like, like, the the big player, you know, in this world, like, Japan, like, has, like, like, a heavy hand, because, you know, it's a Japanese, you know, it's a Japanese anime, so of course it's gonna be like, like, how we do, like, America's the best, America saves everything, like, in any movie that's American made, like, America's is always going to be a world power, but like in this one, they imagine themselves the world power, and like Lilith is underneath them instead of like somewhere else, like Africa. Or, like you know, Lilith can be anywhere, but like yeah. for the sake of this anime, Lilith is in Japan. Like I don't know, I always like that.
3: Yeah, it's like oh, we found into this. This gives us power, lucky us, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: know.
3: It's good. Oh, Thank I was reading. I mean, this is a weird t- tangent, but I was reading about like the history of Japan, and originally was. Uh, Japan was originally Chinese island prison. What? It was like, yeah, it was a prison of Japanese. Like it was uh, a prison for uh, like Chinese criminals. That's how it started. Oh,
1: kind of like England and Australia.
3: Kinda, yeah. And kinda. then they created like their own thing. I mean, that's what I heard. Like that's why I read. And I asked some friends, and they're like, yeah, kinda. I was like. But then again, I am completely ignorant on it. I was just like fascinated. I remember. By it.
1: Yeah, no, I remember reading that like, like a like kind of like an indigenous indigenous Japanese thing going on there, and like, but then there's also some people who came by boats, and that's how Japan, a, a place uh, I guess or like a nation, is that like it was like a combination of like the indigenous people who are. All like who already came from China but like longer ago, and then there's some new folks, and then they came and it was like what's up? That's all lot. I
3: mean. They're like I, they look at each other like this a real thing? This is like a thing? This the Spider-Man meme? Is it? <laughs> meme?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I also do Japanese history super well. I would love to learn it, but I also like I have a lot of history to learn everywhere. Mm, like, yeah. Right, right. Anyway, back to Neon Genesis. Um, where
3: are we at?
0: Yes, Asuka fires up Ava Unit 02. She uses German to do it. Um, Blames Shinji for thinking in Japanese. The UN is uh mad. Misato is happy and proud of her. What are you saying, Link? Oh, Baumkuchen. That's what he says, like That's all he
1: says during that time. Bamkuken is what, yeah. I don't know. It's funny.
3: What does that mean?
1: He said it. It's it's a kind of cake. I think it's <laughs> it's, it's just like yeah, kuchen is like a is a flat cake because there's like a bigger cake that is a different word and they use a prettier word for it and that's like a multi-layered cake. But like if you think of like the weird like not weird but like the the dense casserole cakes that are made with fruit, like kuchen, I think it's like a fruit cake or maybe it's a tree something.
2: Yeah,
3: cake. What kind of cake is it? In the in the, in the Spanish dub, in the in the Latin American dub, the kid says, she just says like Mozart. He's like in hey, German, <laughs> and he's like Mozart. That's kind of funny.
0: Then yeah, they they get the Ava going jumping ship to ship wrecking shit you know it seems like um then yeah we see the angel it's kind of this aqua angel stingray sea monster um oh yeah this is also the first time we see unit zero two we talked about zero two earlier being red yeah but yeah this is the first time we actually see zero two and then we see this new aqua angel
1: i love the cape entrance where it just comes out with a goddamn like, you know, Oscar had to get it from somewhere and maybe her mom had an attitude. And so maybe unit two is like, Yeah, I'm gonna come out with a fucking cape.
3: Like <laughs> it's up just Yeah, it's like it's kinda of ridiculous. I saw it, like I this is very it. it's very cartoony. But I was like, Yeah, sure, she was, the brillate was covered. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: Fabric.
3: Now it's a now it's like this cape hood thing. I was like I was like, why? It's like, so would you, accurate. like, as the robot, would you feel, like, the fabric on you? It was like, do you have any idea where it is? I just, like, going to because I, I always d- felt it was, like, wearing silk over armor. I was like, would you even feel that, you know? No, I, I oh
0: think God. you go first.
3: Oh, I, I don't know. I think it's just for visual.
1: But, I don't know, maybe the Ava does
0: yeah no i think it just like reiterates the thing you were saying earlier about how um the writer was told to punch it up and um you know like be into like more actiony visuals and like how that like really plays into that like uh trope here's this cape you know i'm gonna throw it off um this warrior visual maybe doesn't it's not practical or make logical sense but sure looks damn cool
3: does damn cool and <laughs> they like, wrecked
1: all of the the pre-impact era stuff that just went all the way fuck down to the ocean where all the other dead things are
0: oh. yeah it just seems then, like a good move on the <laughs> yeah it seems like throughout the show um every every technology that's non-AVA just like shows that is so inadequate
3: mm-hmm. yeah i think one of the captains or i don't know what rank he was but he's like super pissed at Nerve, and I think that's a, I think that's a sentiment across the world because we never get to see it. But I think there's a this of Nerve sentiment because they are like incredibly funded, like they have half the world resources basically, and they're like you could have fed, like half the world, then you could have fed all the world if you just like share it, right? And I think that the captain says it, and he's like, oh like. We shouldn't just get in more money for chips or something, Fuck those robots. And I, he says something like that. I remember it. I was like, Yeah, I feel like in a post apocalyptic world where you have like an, an, an agency like Nerve and they're like, you know, they have a city that like, like goes down like, motherfuckers, where, what's going on there? Like why do you have so much money? Um defund nerve, man. I
1: feel like it was
3: that's the one thing that I never liked about him is that we never get to see like those kinds of things. And like, like yes, of course we're gonna be. I'm super fan of the show and everything, but we never get to see other people's like perceptions of the, the world they live in, right? Like, yeah, we see the angels, yeah, and then and then Nerve it turns out to be this shitty thing that's trying to kill everyone. Was like, fuck, yeah. Should they be the ones that decide that? I don't know. So just like uh, there's one of those things that this little detail that appear in that episode that i really like but we never see more of it as it continues like it's very insular it's like very just inside the agency
0: yeah i know i think that's a good point because obviously earlier we pointed out these um naval vessels these naval fleet is pre-impact and then i didn't even think about why it was pre-impact but maybe yeah like is pre-impact because they can't afford to make new ships because all the money goes to Nerve. So they just have all these old antiques. They're antiques, really, right? Um, And then, yeah, all the money's going to Nerve and we're out here and fucking 30-year-old things, 40-year-old things that don't work. Um, And then, yeah, so we see the underwater fight. We see a sunken city. I don't you know, what city is that? And then all of a sudden, Kaji dips out. You know, and I guess it makes sense if he has the atom embryo and, you know, want to make sure that's safe, but in, like, a super dickhead move, just dips the fuck out. Um, Misato has a plan for how to defeat the angel. Um, Shinji pilots Asuka and Shinji argue, but seem to be working together. Um, so the angel is destroyed. You know, they show throw some boats into this mouth, um there's a seven second sync rate and then you know we see and gando first mention the human instrumentality project we see the adam embryo the first first human being this is adam um and then the, the last scene is asuka arrives at school super popular embracing her popularity um asuka joins the gang yeah that episode ends
3: I just want to say something about, like, last, that last scene that lasted, like, three seconds between, like, Bill and Piyazuki.
2: Um,
3: when I saw that, uh, like, the show so far, like, it's robots, it's, it's robots against these monsters called angels, We have, like, some semblance of, like, names that we've heard before, but they're being, like, reinterpreted visually, which is something that I love. Which this other anime does, which is called like Saint Seiya, and it's the same thing, such as like um, Olympus and Zodiac, uh, like Zodiac science and shit. It's, like all 88 of them. And there's like Hades and Athena and Poseidon. It's like this other reinterpretation of the Greek myth and gods, right? And I loved it. I was like, this is amazing. For me, my read of that show is basically, it's like a. a I have like this really interesting read on it because they wear these very skimpy armors under the nail and their are they gain all the power from it. So I'm like, it's just like a cross dresser kind of thing. Like they gain all their power when they're wearing these, these skimpy armors. Because they're wearing like these armors that are like thigh high and have like these kind of skirts. Skirt, skirt. But I'm looking at them like, those are thigh high boots. You're wearing a skirt. Oh god, that's so great. I mean,
1: like, that's like that's so, definitely, like, a feminine
3: twist on it. Yeah, I love it. That's, like, I've been watching it and being, like, doing that, read, like, that trans on Saint Seiya yeah, and enjoying it quite a bit. So going back to Eva, like, that's these reinterpretations, right? And there's Adam, there's, like, all these things. It's like, yeah, Adam, I know Adam but, Adam. but I think, like, that moment when they show you the embryo, and I was like, yes, this is the pizza we were looking for, Adam, the first human. I was just like, what? That was a moment when I realized this merge of like science and science and like you did some symbology and like robots and anime. That's where all, like that scene for me is like, it's like that's when the whole show changed for me. I was like, oh fuck, wait, it's an embryo. I was like, what? You know, it's like that's where like the show is like, this is what we're doing jump on, we're gonna have fun, it's gonna be weird, and we're not gonna give you any answers, right? And I was like, that's when I, that full show and that scene for me is like, whenever I show someone, I tell them like, if by the end of episode eight, you're not into it, like that last scene, I don't think you're gonna be into it at all. But even I could say like eight episodes for a while, but I feel like if that doesn't make it for you, I don't think the show is, because there's a lot of moments like that they do that. They show a thing visually, and then they add a name to it, and you're like, "What?" You know. And I think that's like a lot of the show's hours where they say a name of a thing that you have so imprinted in your head, like Adam and Eve, or these people, like with and the snake and the fruit and God. But then, like, they're like these robots, and you're like, "What?" It's like. That's where I think like the magic of the show happens is in those moments, kind of like Saint Seiya for me when I was a kid. Um, and I love those reinterpretations of like things that are very ingrained in our like visual memory or culture or something that we think of uh Arthian gods and we think of, like, oh, Greece, and pillars, white buildings, you know, like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And I think this one, that's when I'm like, well, just like, I think visually is amazing and serves to help the read of whatever comes to this.
1: I like it. I like their use of weird imagery. Awesome. And I like that it's an embryo. Big-ass embryo, but an embryo. It's big. Well, it's like the, in like, I mean, I guess, like, we'll, we'll get to the Magma Diver. Was there an Ava in the the ninth episode. I don't oh, remember
0: I it. It. The ninth episode is the um one where the angels split and there's two Avas fighting the two angels.
1: Oh, that's right, and they have to be like they have to wear masks. Which I guess, like as I read, I was like, okay, I guess I understand how like they could be friends, Asuka and Shinji, because they had to do every like they somehow were already in sync with each other prior to having to sync with each other. But they also are making fun of them being children. I like that, where it's just like, y'all are, because they're petty fighting, like, in public. Like, it's like, it's like, you know, like, how, like, here is that, like, on, we're on TV now in Portland, and, like, you kind of see some of this stuff, and it's like, God damn it, like, y'all, like, people are watching us, and, like, just something like, yeah. ugh, <laughs> you know, or whatever. It's some really Portland stuff that you're a little ashamed of. Same with them. Yes. It's saving the world, and then flirting with each other by fighting
0: yeah so we moved to we move to episode nine mind-matching moment Asuka and Shinji face another angel but it gets the upper hand now they have six days to learn synchronized moves to destroy it completely then we open the episode opens with Asuka at school everyone loves everyone loves Asuka um we mentioned the two pervy boys selling photos Doing a lot of spying, exploitive shots. Um, yeah, they sell the photos. Um, we see Shinji and Asuka interact. Asuka meets Ray. So, oh, this is you know the first child, right? Um, declares that they should be friends. Ray is indifferent. Then, yeah, I wonder, do they even really have a relationship? Does Asuka and uh, Ray ever really have a relationship throughout the show? Um, Oh yeah, and then there is there something going on? We see Kaji and uh, Ikari going together. Is there is there something going on between them? Um, Misato sees them. Um, there's conflict between Misato and Kaji, and then we have an angel attack. Unit zero one and zero two. Um, we have uh, we wonder about Asuka's vibes of confident, the pilot central to the character, but also maybe insecure ego makes her overconfidence to the point of risking mistakes right because the three uh um wait never mind um falsely kills falsely kills the angels then um yeah this so this angel is like a humanoid it kind of has like that weird mask face and then um the angels split in half and then it's the seventh angel and then i did a screenshot and saw that the two names were like Koj and Osu for the names. Um, switches to yeah, two angels, and then it defeats. And the next thing we see is the two Eva units being defeated. Um, they're like feet are sticking up, and they're like buried in the ground. Um, and then we see yeah, Gendo's number two. And then the, yeah, this is where we hear of the plan to uh, synchronize um, Asuka and Shinji.
1: Then Ray steps in and makes him more jealous. I, I think for Ray's attention, whether it be negative or attention, means that they never have like a good relationship. Like, Ray was
3: always in opposition like to that Always. It was sad. I always felt like. I don't think Ray has, like, oh, I'm going to be in opposition. Too. She's like, yes, I'm ordered to. And she just takes it personally. I think Oscar just takes it personally. Yeah. But, yeah. Like,
0: Yeah, I think that's, like, Asuka's insecurity, that the need to be the best, the best Ava pilot, the one that is always chosen, you know, the, I think it's so much of, it seems like so much of her identity is based around Ava pilot, where I'm sure, like, maybe that's true for Rey as well, but, like, she doesn't seem to have any ego. There is, like, I
3: I like this episode for the long, long reasons. Once, one of my favorite ones is it's another animation studio, the one that did this one. It's neither uh, Gynax or the same team or the one that did that cheap episode that looks like crap. It looks <laughs> for me it has the best drawings. Uh, it's the animations are really smooth. The colors are like a bit different. Like the palette colors are a bit more vibrant. There's something about that episode that just looks way better than all the other ones. Like, if you see it again, you'll see what I mean. Because uh, I like the original one. Like, the first six episodes, they look really good. But this one, I don't know who did it, but it just looks amazing. This one is one of the best-looking episodes of the whole series. But it's, like, in this filler-ish episode. Because I don't remember if there's anything that's, like... I think this one's just, like... This episode is to, like, bring... Shinji and Asuka close to, closely together. Like, that's when their relationship starts developing. I think there's a moment where they're, like, resting. She comes out of the bed. You start noticing that she has, like, some mom issues and then lays down Shinji. Shinji wants to kiss her, but she doesn't go for it. And then she gets... I think she gets mad that he didn't make a move and then blames him. But like, you know, some weird convoluted shit between those two. But I think the parallel of, like, like them being synchronized and like doing this dance together is like it feels very forceful. Like I always felt like it was very forced. It's like, oh, the bad guy splits in two and we're gonna do this weird gimmick where you have to work together. I just think like it was very forced. Not like the big angel that falls down on all three of them and all three of them have to work together to destroy. That one felt like good. But this one felt like very forced. Like, like forced we have to work together.
0: Like plot forced. Or you mean yeah, forced by the yeah, angel?
3: Yeah, like I think like the design of the angel was we need to make them to work together. Oh, it's you know, and then they build that from there. Like I I didn't like it that much. I feel like it's very obvious, very forced, and then like I, I, I honestly don't like this episode a lot. Other than I think there's a very cute scene where they all go to the I think that's more. important. I think they go to like some water, the spring waters or something at the end, or not. Oh, no. oh, hot spring. No, hot that's spring. The no, one. it's not this one. So yeah, mm-hmm. like that's the magma one. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was yeah. that. Because they always. So yeah, like, like hot spring. Like I do like how it looks, but I feel like content wise, it's, it's very not. It's like low. I feel like.
1: I have a fun fact for you as you were speaking. Directed by Seiji Mitsushima. Mitsushima, who also directed um, Full Metal Alchemist, Mobile Suit Gundam Zero Zero oh, and Concrete Revolution Revolution? Revolution. Yeah. So like that might be white because you like you like Mobile Suit Gundam, right?
3: I like the like one that you Alchemist. said actually. zero. zero yeah. That one's it's good just, and
1: short. No, this one no, just zero zero. Just almost oh. we'll do Gundam Zero Zero. How many I thought it was same same person, so that might even like it I think the anime styling just much as I agree with you it does seem like a forced, like next the next one they have to split and work together as two. Whereas like the teamwork between Rey and Shinji was not. It was like a oh shit, what do we do? We have to use both. You know, not, like, there's two of them. We have to go beat in the same way. Um, yeah. I did think it was cute, though. I liked the, the dance routine. I liked the DDR scene. I liked that they both were, like, wearing the cute matching outfits. I liked that Shinji gets put in girls' clothes, like, so often.
3: Like, yeah, I, I mean, know. I
1: like, kind, of, kind of tease him about it, but I also, like, I just I just appreciate it. Yeah. Whole, you know, like, just that, you know, he's kind of doing some... some gender
0: play there i i'm into it i like it yeah i agree i i feel like i was less harsh of this episode i didn't feel like it was forced i enjoyed the things that came from it all the things that onyx mentions um yeah so yeah for me i didn't i guess i didn't i wasn't suspicious of this idea of them um having to like sink i was like i guess i was like into that idea then maybe it was also like building up to the future but then also like you know, maybe is this one a way one deals with AT fields? It's through like synchronization. Um, but yeah, to like to to, to lead into the conversation. Um, so, yes, um, you know, Asuka and Shinji have to sync. And this is how, you know, Shinji goes home and finds out that Asuka has moved into the apartment with uh, him and Masato. And then that's how they're going to sync. Um, they're going to start doing everything together. Um, Asuka critiques Japanese culture. Masato um, rebuttals, then tells them the plan to sing. They must live together, a perfect union, and they have six days, and there's a specific song that they're going to sing um, to. The school kids, Koji and a friend, arrive at the apartment. They see Shinji and Asuka uh, dressed and talking the same, you know, as the, the aforementioned uh, matching outfits, the like blouse and dress. And then um, Ray Masato arrive, and then the who's this homeroom girl, um, the school attendant girl, um, this additional girl from school that we meet.
1: She's in love with a uh, unit or not? Ojidren. Uh, find out who it is. Like, but like that girl, she's
0: uh, she's the I think or the class representative. Yeah, the class representative—that's the word. Yeah, and yeah, then. I don't
1: remember her name,
2: but I know that she's cute.
0: And then I wonder if, like, if Koji is the fourth child, how many other children in that school were potential other future children, were just waiting to be tapped if needed.
3: That's all that school. All of
0: them. So even homeroom girl is a potential yeah. child. Pervy boy no. is a potential that's child. Wait, really? So that's that's like yeah. that's the that's the rule, is it? If you don't have a mom, you can pilot a Nava. No, that no, they they have. I killed the
3: mom. mom yeah
0: the Ava killed their mom. is what you're saying?
3: No, oh, nerve No, nerve.
1: <laughs> nerve killed the mom so that they could well, because that's what um, that's what Osaka. Asuka, no, Asuka? Yeah asuka's mom is is that they tried to split her soul. so Shinji's mom was the first mom, and they just took her soul completely and she dissolved into goo or got absorbed into the Ava, and that was the first experiment. second experiment was splitting the soul so that you would have like the loving aspect of the mom and the soul, but then that left, inside of Asuka's mom, all that bitterness that then led to death. Still, oh, and so I don't oh, know if they just ended
3: up killing all of them. I always thought that Asuka's mom went crazy was because it was a body without a soul. Like, they were able to, I, like, I, took all of it, and then she went fucking nuts. Because there was, cool, like... <laughs> no, nah, they
1: split her soul. That's why oh. she found the loving part of her mom inside of that's what they deal with like that end scene she's like, Mama, you still still so love me. Like you were just here. You weren't there. Like that one was like I think I think over critiqued her or something. Want they like she like didn't like her. Like that's why like the mom had the doll like Ostica but wasn't like, like couldn't love Ostica. She went crazy and then like ended up killing herself somehow, probably is what I remember.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, for me, I always thought it was like the experiment was a complete success, but it just left like this fine and body vessel that it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, like I think both of them work. I like yours too, like just have the loving aspect of it. I think that was beautiful. But uh, yeah, apparently there is no Marduk Institute because that's like the institution that is too close to find potential pilots. And no, there's, like, it's a shell company that is used by nerd, and basically everyone in the school has, like, it's an orphan. It's like orphan but potential, yeah, what's up?
0: Can we talk about this? Can we dig into this a little bit? Mardok Institute. So what is, like, where does that word come from, that name? Isn't that, like, a Sumerian deity? Isn't that the deity they sacrificed children to in the Bohemian Grove? I mean, I feel like that's a very specific name, for a specific reason, like, if Marduk, like, is the god, this Mesopotamian god you sacrifice children to, that, um, you know, world leaders in, uh, Northern California go to rituals for. What? I'm talking about Bohemian Grove, I'm talking about Marduk. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, no, but you said about, like, people attending.
0: Yeah, like, you know, this idea that like, there's this, like, a uh, party conference session that it happens in like the Redwoods of Northern California. Um, and they, it's like run by world leaders, like former presidents, CEOs, um, that kind of shit. And they uh, they have this like statue to a god Marduk. And then they sacrifice like an effigy of a child or maybe an actual child to the god Marduk. Who is like, um, comes from like Sumeria or like Mesopotamia.
3: Seems like you know more about it. I wanna know. I never knew about this one. No, I was
0: just wondering like what you guys when you if you had either of you I thought like what is this Marduk Institute?
3: I I think
1: that the Marduk Institute like is because like those three all have weird things, but like also I typed in Marduk and then I found it was the Babylonian god and then did Marduk space C and then immediately child sacrifice came up. So um we'll see or or is it Mala? Moloch is the biblical name of a Canaanite god associated with child sacrifice through fire or something else. Or war. Moloch. That could also work. Both work pretty well. But this one's like a
0: Canaanite? What the hell is Canaan Anyway. From like the land of like Canaan, right? Where um um That's Abraham weird. and stuff lived.
1: Where, he's, he's a brother, right? that buddy or that- Cain killed Abel. Cain killed Abel. Cain and Abel. All these biblical things like freak me out sometimes. It just gets so like hard for modern interpret. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there were sacrifices going on in the redwoods
3: with ex-presidents.
0: Yeah, it's like Bohemian Grove. That's like conspiracy Bohemian Grove Illuminati, um, Bindenberg group shit.
3: Wait, what's the name of the god, Max?
0: Marduk, the one you're talking about, the Marduk Institute. No, the one you were talking about.
3: No, the one that you're talking about—that—that that sacrifices kids. Yeah, it's like Marduk was a late generation god from ancient Mesopotamia, patron deity of the city of Babylon.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Never. I never thought about like switching that one because it never. I never heard about it. Before.
1: I want to share this picture. How do I share this?
3: Stream your screen.
1: Oh, right now? I was just doing it in the group chat. I don't know how to
3: stream Oh, yeah, group stream. chat.
1: Wow. It's just the way that this one looks. looks really weird. Like, that thing looks wild as heck.
0: Yeah. Oh, anyway. shit. Yeah. People just, like, hang out <laughs> in front of it.
1: <laughs> I think it, it said that it was, like, a... Re- re- <laughs> Cabiria, uh, 1916, uh, National Museum of Cinema, and then, yeah, Italian epic silent film directed by Giovanni Cistroni, which had the Moloch in it, which is the child sacrifice god, which is, I think, related to the Marduk Institute, but the Marduk is a Babylonian god, who is also a war god. It's all we think. I really wonder how much they research their words sometimes. Like how in depth they went, or if they didn't go in depth at all. Like they had to, but it's like there's also some blank spaces. I
3: think that's why they never.
1: Yeah, because that was the that one was a part of like fifty names of Mardi.
0: Okay, so yeah, but so then so all of the kids in the school are potential children, and they're all orphans yes. without mothers. Yeah. And none of nobody's connecting those dots. None of these kids are like you don't have a mom, you don't have a mom, you don't have a mom, we're all living in Tokyo 3, like, what the fuck's going on here? None of those kids were thinking about that. They're just too busy, like, buying pictures from that pervy kid.
3: I don't know, I think it's because they, are like, they live through, like, a massive, like, catastrophic, cataclysmic event. Maybe, like, it's common. like, And I don't think everyone in the school, I think everyone in school Mm. is like potential candidate because they're all the same age
1: they didn't live through it though they were used us the only and so they just have a different perspective i think than the adults do but like so maybe like i don't know they are weirdly like hypersexual for teenagers like i understand like everybody like is interested in like exploring sexualness when they're like 14 but it seems almost like two adults in a way, like it's less innocent, and like like the panty shots, like that's totally like you know kids selling pictures of underwear and taking pictures of their classmates, like that is such a weird like boundary crossing thing for people to do, but also have it be normalized enough that like they were still like selling it on school grounds, you know?
0: Yeah, like they weren't like ostracized, but I guess it's still like a different time as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just it's
3: all weird.
0: Because when did the show it's come out? Ninety five.
3: Yeah, 96, yeah. 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 It's almost the same age as me. <laughs> Damn,
0: you were born, if Ava was an impact, you were born after that impact, right?
1: Yes, I would
0: have been post impact. Yeah. Ruben and I are pre impact. Yeah.
3: I got it. I would have been pilot cool. you get on it? It's like, this is
0: depressing. Yeah, so 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 we go, yeah, so we're so in the episode. We go to the the apartment, everybody's hanging out, even Rey's there, trying to have a good time. Um and then we see a little bit of Shinji and Rey sinking better than with Asuka. Um, relationship triangle thoughts. Asuka gets upset by this, leaves, she's sad. Um only after prodding Inji um Shinji does she, uh, he follow her. Um Asuka's all fired up. Um, there, and then there's a, a sinking montage. Um, Ruben, maybe I thought you could speak to a history of montage in film. Um, <laughs> um,
3: well, my favorite, I think, like, the most famous one, like, in the United States, is, like, Rocky. Like, bum, and it's, like, it became, like, such a thing, like, the training montage. I think that's what montage is like. There's like the training montage, the shopping montage.
0: The shopping? You said shopping one?
3: The shopping montage. Yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: There's like the training montage, the shopping montage. I'm pretty sure there's like... uh, Also like someone that's really shitty. It's like the, the starting movie montage. Which mostly happens with a shitty song. And they don't know how to start their movie. So they're like... They're just let's just put someone going through their day. They
0: like multiple times. Driving, driving, I consider driving, that uh driving. the Groundhog's Day montage. Drive oh
3: yeah, the repetition. Yeah. Um Uh like yeah, I feel like they go through their day. like their car and then like this is my dad, and like, oh, bad and like going through that. I feel like that's a terrible one. But because they don't know how to start their movie because they're dumb <laughs> if they do that. Um, no, I'm mean, being I'm really like like if you ever see a movie that starts with like a song and it's like a montage of your day or something like that, it's like they have no fucking clue how to start their movie.
0: That isn't just, like, just like an introduction of character.
3: Yeah, I think I just saw one like that in this movie with what's your face? It has Ryan Reynolds in it and Sandra Bullock. I was watching it with my mom, and I was like, oh my god, they just...
0: Oh, is it like that? a romantic comedy where, like, Ryan Reynolds yeah, is, like, oh. an intern? It, it happens
3: a lot in romantic comedy. Yeah. It's a romantic comedy montage when you see it going on a dates and shit like that. It's basically, like, intercut scenes with a song that tell you time has passed and things got it bad or worse or stayed the same. Like it's a very useful tool, um, that, and we were talking about it before we started. We were talking about Creed, and I think the Creed mon train montage with the ATVs and like I think that's I think that's my favorite one. I fucking love that scene, like where she's, like fighting and then there's like he's just like I'm fighting dropping wheelies. I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, that looks cool as shit. Oh,
1: Creed! I haven't seen Creed yet. Good. I got mad about
3: it. Oh, why?
1: That guy got because that guy got the award that was that maybe shouldn't have had the award. I don't know. Was it was it Rocky? Was it the Rocky guy? Wait, Sylvester
3: so all got an award
1: for that movie. Somebody got an award, and there was like the that it was like a movie about a black person, white person who was getting role got like the award instead of the black person in the film. Oh.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Best supporting actor.
3: Uh, yeah, Golden Globe. No, wait. Is it a Golden Globe? Sylvester so Stallone wins the award for Creed.
0: Oh, okay, so that's it. <laughs> yeah. He,
3: did, he yeah. got a Golden Globe award for it. Oh, my. Like, he didn't do much.
1: Yeah, he got more awards than Michael Thing. So, like, there's the NAACP award. Michael B. Jordan, the actor of Ocean Picture. And then there was another one that was African American Film Critics Association. And uh, Michael B. Jordan won the award for Best Breakout
3: performance. It was, I mean, I remember, like, I was really skeptical of it. It was like, more Rocky movies? I was like, God damn it. But then again, I liked some of the Rocky movies. So it was like, good, bad, good, bad, good, I think that's how it goes. Like, good and then bad, and then good, and then ridiculous, and then like, this is plainly stupid, and then, oh, that was kind of fun. Oh, that's actually good. And then like, Creed. Um, and I was like, oh, another one, because I think it was like it was like the third Rocky theme movie. Like at the time, I was like, oh God, like another Rocky movie, I guess I'll watch it. And I was like, incredibly surprised like how good it was. I was like, damn, this is actually really good. I was like really surprised at the quality of the movie. Like the script was really good how they connected the story was really good. Like, um him being like the son of Apollo Creed and like kinda like stepping out of the shadow of that. And like I just really like it. Like the performances were amazing, the character, uh it was really good. and the fights. God damn it, the fights were like shot really well. But this is like completely really really, really, like super off topic. But Montages, yes, Montages like,
0: yeah so yeah we see a montage um then asuka then we yeah post montage asuka hears misato won't be home so immediately afterwards separates from shinji it's like fuck this we don't need to do this anymore misato's not here and then um she closes the door we get a boob shot that i think onyx had mentioned in a previous episode yeah
2: sure <laughs>
1: with the shirt Very triangular
0: yeah <laughs> That'll, we can put that in the show notes Ruben thank you thank you my <laughs> a, a screenshot fans of fans. that um yeah I think Ruben that's a good point people may want fan service from you at some point yep yeah <laughs>
2: I'm gonna
1: flirt
3: flirt
0: with the people for the Patreon right yeah make them holler for a dollar <laughs>
3: I'm down. Let's do a shoot. And just get <laughs> hiding behind the paywall. Oh and I only fan to camp.
2: No,
1: we gotta do cosplay.
3: We gotta cosplay. <laughs> I'm Misato. <Yeah. laughs> yes! I love it. First angel. I'm like... <laughs> the... Are we the
1: first angel?
2: That's
1: an like, the angel? Or like that? I can do that. Oh, yeah. we are going to cosplay. Anyway, all right. So
0: let's get back to the Yes. Yeah, so, so we mentioned this, this scene a little bit earlier. But Asuka passes out um, with Shinji late at night. There's an almost kiss, right? There's there's this real, real tense moment. Um, and then Asuka's asleep crying for her mother. And then that's when Shinji, Shinji realizes it and then moves to the floor. Instead of like being worse and like making out with like a sleeping, crying person, Uh, (laughs) then we see Masato and Kaji are back at it. Um, Thoughts on Kaji, on their relationship, past, future, present. Um, And then it seems like when Masato isn't drinking, that's when there's a problem. Um, Discusses with Akagi. And then it's been eight years since Kaji and Misato dated. And then Oh yes, then in the six days, the two angels have um reassembled and are ready to fight. So we have the two pilots ready and the Ava's launch and it's perfection. They're synchronized, they whoop ass, there's no questions, there's no issues here, they kick butt, and then the moment the moment is over, um Asuka and Shinji begin arguing again. And that the, that's the episode. Because
1: they still couldn't perfect the landing. Yeah. It's hilarious. I like that they have phones on the outside. Yeah. There. Like, it's so. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, I mean, also, though, I wish I could walk up to, like, whoop, pop out a phone for me to, like, make a direct call to any other Ava. <laughs> but also, like, where's, like, I guess their Avas are with the, the inner, like, the inside the tube, right? That's how they would typically communicate, but then because it, they're all turned off, they have these cell towers. Is that the first cell phone? for Ava's the first cell phone?
3: Whoa, maybe those things in, here in the gear and the showrooms, they have like.
1: Right. I mean, they're you know, pretty big,
3: yeah.
1: right? I mean, you could get service anywhere. That'd be chill. Anyway, that is. Yeah. Let's like. I really want to talk about the mag. Was so bad, but like also like just kind of weird. Yeah, like the there's like they're all like big and inflated. I guess there's an inflation scene and that like gets to people somehow, makes them feel special. And I don't get it since she's just
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about body expansion as a, a trope yeah. uh, a subgenre. Um so yes. Okay. Um episode ten, the Magma Diver. Nerve nerve learns of an angel in dormant embryonic form inside of a volcano using equipment designed for a magma. Asuka is sent to retrieve it with unit 02. Again, yeah, we question, is this a filler episode? Is this an episode about character development? Um
3: no. No. <laughs> and it's like, like horrible. like the designs are just terrible. Everyone looks like shit in this one.
0: You like genuinely hate this why? episode, Ruben. Huh? You genuinely hate this episode.
3: I do. I, I always skip it. Whenever I'm showing it to someone, I'm like, you can skip episode 10.
0: Like, Is this the only episode I, you would skip? Yeah, I would
3: skip 7 too. Like jet, like the jet alone. I would skip 7 and 10. 8, it's like the introduction of Casca. Uh, the one before this one, which is actually, like I said, it's really well animated, so I was like watching it nothing. Like, 10 is just like, oh. Wow. I think it's up there's nothing. looks like crap. There's no, there's like, it's it's very stupid, and I think like it completely removes the threats of the angels. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean it's in a form? And I feel like by this time, like seeing an angel in every episode, I'm like, like it's I think it also takes away from the threat of them. Like, there are, like, genuine threats. And now it becomes, like, the like, monster. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and by this episode, I'm like, it's starting to, like, it, it feels throughout, like, episode 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, all of them seem very disposable. Except, I think, when, I think it's episode 12, like, the one that they have to, like, catch with their hands. That one feels threatening. But all the other ones, just like, the spider one, they just shoot at it. This one is like, oh, two the eyes explode.
1: That was so anticlimactic. Yeah, it is. The, like, just the fact that they just like—I mean, it was great teamwork. I also that I think I episodes the most episode ten and episode eleven because the spider guy like it doesn't like. There's that weird like throw up like melty stuff with the eyeball and that scary, but like it just doesn't like. I think there is some. I don't know if episode 11 actually brought anything to
0: light did it i think it was maybe the first time we saw all three of them together
3: yeah it's like the three together yeah and all that
0: but that that does bring up an interesting question that i think i've been having but i think i forget to um to mention is the eyes i feel like eyes play a really significant role Within Ava. What is the meaning of eyes? Like the the Ava eyes, the angel eyes, the amount of eyes on angels. Um, even in like a biblical understanding, like angels have a lot of eyes. As you like get higher into like the angel angel hierarchy, there's like more and more eyes and shit, right?
3: Really? So those memes are real? What'd you say? The the angel memes, right? They always have like
0: oh yeah the memes of like yeah like and if you look at old testament they're like angels are not like humans with wings they're like spinning wheels of fire with eyes and like crowns and shit whoa i didn't know that yeah like old testament angels are like weird spaceships it's
3: it's like it's cool i feel like it's like harsh
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah wrathful the old testament god is wrathful (laughs)
3: It's like, I'm angry, you
0: know? mm-hmm. Here's a flood.
3: <laughs> Here's a plague.
0: What are you Here's six have? more plagues. <laughs>
3: one only found
0: there's, like, one of, like, a little dog that's, like, a puppy. It's, like, angels in art. And then there's, like, one of, like, a dog with, like, all buff, with, like, muscles that's, like, angels in the Bible.
2: <laughs>
3: there's, like, like, faces of, like, you be a freak child, you know? With, like, the weird... Uh, typography that's like gleaming out. It's uh don't don't threat my child. I don't know, it's like
0: the I next time the next time I see Yeah, the next time I see any angel memes onyx, I'll send them to you. Oh yeah, I know I'm totally like
3: trying to find I think I <laughs> that makes more sense that these angels are like all weird looking. You know, I like this. I like Yeah this. that like I think I
0: that speaks that. to the idea of like definite of uh, divinity when you talk about these singular complete beings they don't need to look anything like us. They can be weird as fuck, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about
1: that
0: one, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like, angels are, like, yeah, like, in the Bible and stuff, angels are, are weird as fuck. They're, like, the idea is, right, like, humans, we are three-dimensional beings made of, like, earth, right, made of clay, made of dirt. And that angels are like fifth dimensional beings. And they're made of fire.
3: That sounds amazing.
0: And then that angels like to transcend to humanhood have to like become, they have to like devolve and become physical and become like (laughs) three-dimensional.
3: So yeah, episode 10 sucks. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Episode 10 and 11 are not good. And I will say for out in public and they're like, we have no time to do our own laundry. We have no time to eat. Like, oh, I get to go home for a day this month. Like, we overhear like, we hear how much they just live at nerve and that they do have homes outside, you know. But it's just, I don't know. I think that's like, that's the only good thing about episode 11. And that's and this is the, the spider one. And the only good thing about episode ten is that we see where angels kind of come from, which is that they started embryos growing from somewhere. Which actually, to like bring that back, because you had the theory uh, Ruben, that a Seal was sending the angels. So do you think they're planting them, or do you think these angels are itself occurring on Earth now? Because they do obviously, I guess, come from fucking magma or something. I don't
3: know. It was weird. Well, I didn't. I don't remember if I said that we're here.
1: Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry, I, and I remember too. We'll get there. But now, I guess, how do you feel? How do you feel? Where angels come from? Um,
3: I think like I saw this video once about how the fruit of life, life, um, uh, spreads, and it's basically like it comes from like Adam and. He sends out like parts of himself, or like, you know, it's not like the LCL you live It's like different. And I think they go, like, they, they, depending on where they fall, they evolve, right? This one's like in magma, so they have to like evolve to its environment. Maybe the other one was in the ocean. Uh, the other one was like in outer space. Like, this is like, I'm reaching here. But I do like the fact that they're like somewhere on Earth, or like they're somewhere hidden. But the thing, when I see this episode like breaks everything that was done before. It's like, wait, now you know the signal that they give. Why the fuck don't you just scan the whole world and just shoot the baby, you know? Like I feel like like just like strangle the baby, right? Kind of like what <laughs> Kind of like what Dunchidal says about Thanos, right? It's like why don't we just go back and like kill baby Thanos, right? I feel like um I think something like that is like if you, you know that's how they are and you have like now research of how it looks like the energy it sends out to scan the fucking world like go saddle like go crazy it's like you scanning until you find one go strangle the baby but I feel like that's why this episode is like very like it removes that threat from them and turns them into something like t- uh, like, terrenal, like terrenal like terrenal like earthly it turns out like us. It's like, oh they have babies, they also grow. Oh okay, you know, it's like I think going back to the angel conversation, it's no longer this weird being that we know that we know very little about. It's like it's like us. And I'm like, yeah, it was that never set. Well I feel like it made me feel like the angel like we have like there's also like commonalities with the angels and stuff like that, but it made me feel like I like the mystery of these beings. And I think this I episode think,
1: just like okay. shits on it. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's a, anyway. Should all right? Should we just go? Do, are you fine, Max? If you just at episode Yeah.
0: You no, to I was back? gonna ask that. Should we not go in depth with ten and eleven, and then jump to episode twelve?
3: I mean, eleven. I can I, I can say what I like about it. It's animated by Studio Ghibli, and it shows Ghibli's really well at showing character the character movement and the shots composition is completely different from all the show again it shows it doesn't feel like a different champion just because of that um but there's a scene where Jinji's opening a door and like Asuka is like standing very kitsy like Rey's like very like uh stern and Jinji's like yeah you know like struggling to open the door and I think that's what that that uh episode gives you to like see these characters through like Studio Green Movie's eyes, which is developing them by animating which I think it's like really good. But the thread is kinda stupid. I do like that the episode like all the electricity goes away and it's hinted at Seal was the one that like uh caught off all the electricity from Noah like a sabotage i think that's like one of the little things about that episode is like oh seal is plotting against me and this is the first time all the three kids go out and fight together but they beat it so easily there's no strategy from misato or any like i feel like that's why i feel like these ones are more action oriented but because misato does like almost nothing like, in these episodes, like, she is, like, completely forgotten. She's like, we're going to do synchronization and you're going to dance. It's like, that's the shitty strategy. And we're going to sing this boats in the mouth of the thing. Okay. And compared to, like, the one of the rifles, like, you know, like, this giant plan that was, like, almost going to fail. And all these other ones was like, ah, we did it. Yay. But, yeah, that's my take on episode 11. What I like. And... I don't think I don't like it. It's just that I like it, but it's not that great. It's like, it's a good filler episode.
1: It pales. Like, I think like maybe the... kind of leans into filler, but I think Misato takes a more actionable there because she's like, I'm gonna make this decision based on, um, what did she say? She's like, women's intuition. It's, yeah. like, one of the reasons she decides, like, you know, like, on these three spaces. And, of course, it works and it goes really well. And there's another, like, atomic blast mushroom crowd crowd thing that happens, which makes me wonder what their air quality is like there. You know, why aren't they wearing masks? Yet, like, nobody's wearing a mask in this show. And I'm like, you just had like, an atomic explosion from to an angel happen. Like, at, at least that's in episode 12. But they always explode like that. I'm like, you know? That's how I feel. It's all good. I like Misato's action in episode 12. If We're going
0: to talk about Misato, which I love to do. She did great. Okay, so yeah. um, Episode 10, yeah, Magma Driver, we'll, we'll, we'll just pass that. Um, episode 11, Still in the Darkness, was mentioned briefly. The spider, the three pilots working together. Um, maybe that was the most important part. Was that, yeah, SEAL was plotting against nerve. Um, but then we also see the dynamics of the three pilots. We see Asuka want to be the leader, want to be in control, want to be in charge. But it was, like, mostly Rey that got them to, like, where they needed to go, right? So I think, again, it's still, like, Asuka, like, wanting in theory to be the leader, but maybe being, like, the least equipped to be the leader, right? Um... And then, yeah, like as you've mentioned, you know, it's fairly straightforward action, not a lot of like foreplanning. planning. Um, and then there is a line at the end of episode 11 Man fears the darkness, and so he scrapes away at the edges of it with fire. And that's something that Ray says at the end of episode 11. Then we begin, we can go ahead.
1: Oh, I just said Ray's weird. Like uh-huh. she's definitely like a. Like what fourteen year old says that.
0: Like <laughs> Maybe she, like a fourteen year old that like reads Shelley or something. <laughs>
1: yeah. She doesn't read. Her her apartment's a mess. She's almost as messy as me. And like, goodness gracious! <laughs> like she just comes out with these quotes. I don't even have quotes like that. <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah we get to episode 12 um a miracle's worth and then yeah so i guess maybe my first question is something we just touched on are angels hidden yeah as embryos all over the world um there's one in a volcano atoms in our antarctica this idea that um angels are um growing and does this mean that they've started at second impact like how long have these embryos been there was it only after the second impact and now like because all these children are like coming of age, these angels are also coming of age, like the fact that these things are happening at the same time was like, yeah, why are all these embryos becoming adults right now? I
2: don't
1: know. I don't know. I want to know what I think
3: I think Max. To the Earth. What are you gonna say? Oh, well, I think Max brought up sort of, such a really good point that I never thought about. It is that I always felt like the angels were like dormant. and then when Second Impact and Adam was awakened, they started like their progression, like life progression, and maybe they have like a gestation period that is like very long, and then like that's why like they start coming like one after the other. And that's why they knew that they were gonna come through like 15 years on the thought The angels are back, you know. Um, so I like what you brought. Is like, yeah, maybe these are like uh, beings that are also coming of age, and it's not like they are on an embryonic stage for like a long time, and then like whoops, they burst open. They're like, ready to go, right? Um, which happened, you know. But at the same time, like I, I think I brought it up. But like if we knew this is how they come. We should just wait, like, we should use all our resources to find where these babies are. And just like, well, that find goes going into
0: my and yeah. Well, that brings me to the, the other point I was going to bring up is that if, yeah, if we do know that, then that only makes me assume the other point you brought up, which seal is behind it all and potentially even sending the angels. That's like, we know this shit. Why aren't we doing it? Unless somebody's actively not. Wanting us to do it right.
3: (laughs) That is true. Also, I think this is the episode where we see the first adult backstory. And I think this is when the show starts changing.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we get the, yeah, we get a flashback. So the episode starts 15 years ago with a flashback to year 2000. Um, It's Masato's like memory. The destruction. Um, we see someone in a plug. We see angel wings, right? The second impact, this massive explosion, and these angel wings coming out. Um, so, in the second second impact, did instrumentality happen? Um, did a new version of the world start? Like when we think about, like I don't, re- I haven't watched the rebuild yet, but like at the end of the end of Eva you know, everybody was sucked up and died, but Shinji decided for everybody to come back alive, right? So it was like a reset, even though things went back to normal. But I wonder if the second impact was that, like, everybody was sucked up, and then there was like a reset, and the world was like slightly different beyond like the natural disasters and stuff. Yeah, we see the young Masato, a lone survivor. Nah.
1: It's because she has memories. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I like that. I mean, anything goes with I like the show. It. But I like what
1: Max brought out for sure. So I don't, I mean like, it's cool, so then where does the, oh it's so cyclical, because she has the cross too, when Shinji resets, all he has is Asuka, well he, he's, that's the only thing that's different, Like that he has Asuka, and like, Misato um, was alone, and then, but like he also has her cross, and he puts it up for her, whereas she has the cross from her dad, I don't know. You can still see the wings too, I like that scene. You just hear that like that weird angel screech sound, and then like the wings just going straight up. It could have. like
3: where did everything else come from? um, I think this is one of those instances that it was like a near impact, where they were in control of it, so they can reduce Adam into an embryo and delay uh, the third impact, right? But yeah, like I, I don't know if it was like instrumentality. Like I said, I think instrumentality is human intervention, like to be like in control of the like the, like the rejoining of all of humanity, like they be in like control, and that's like I think Nerf, Oh no, not nerve, Gendo wants seal wants and they want to be like in the middle of it because i know i know that seal wants to create like a fufu being like a god i know that gendo wants to use Instrumentality for another reason just to like bring back his wife or like see her again i don't think he wants to be like a god and then jinji brings it back to like stops it midway and like pedals back and there's an aftermath of that but There's no possibility of being one again, but now everyone has to like reform like their identity and become self, right? But I do think like the second impact is one of those near no, no, that was actually an impact. It was like the second impact, and you know, I think that's what like awakened all the fruit of life uh, are the angels,
0: all the embryos.
3: Yeah.
1: Like it was. Like I feel like me. But then the third impact is the one that repeats at a constant rate. You know, if there is a reset, that makes sense. Like the the third impact triggers the reset, whereas the second impact triggers the third impact.
0: Like every time, it's always the third impact yeah. that sets a reset.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to like, like get to. Impact,
0: we said, you know, and then just keep going through it all
3: over again. That'd be a terrible time loop. <laughs> Maybe all time loops are terrible. <laughs> Maybe, honestly. That makes Yeah, look at Bill Murray.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we arrive at present time with Shinji and friend at the apartment. Asuka asks, uh, thinks everyone is there for her. Um, we find out Masato is now a major having been promoted from captain. Um, and then we go to Nerve and they're doing Ava tests. Shinji is the best pilot, but wants it the least. Asuka is of course upset with Shinji's praise and skill. Masato and Shinji have a car ride home talking about Asuka. Um, there's a second apartment party with the school kids and the class representative. Masato, Shinji, and Asuka. Um, Ray and Kaji are a no-show. Masato and uh, uh, Shinji discuss her working for Nerve. Kaji and Akari show up. Um, It seems like Gendo is in the South Pole. And then there's also uh, red water in the South Pole, which we don't see until after the third impact. So, what does that mean that there's already red water in Antarctica? Um, And then.
1: Oh, yeah. That is questionable. Like I
0: don't know. Cause I, see, I think cause that the red water, the red water is what makes me think maybe an impact, like a thing did happen. If like the water turns red after the third impact, maybe there was like some reset after the second impact.
1: I mean, everyone who was there, the tube, which was the tube, a plug. I thought it was like a safety tube. It was it like a, a proto,
3: like a. An early version of a plug?
0: I, I, I guess I had thought it was a plug, but, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I, yeah. it could have been not a plug.
3: I don't know. It looks like one, honestly. I always thought it was a plug.
1: I I mean, I didn't, like, that's like, like, you could see his bones, like, popping out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway. Um. I don't know, because, I mean, I guess it could have been, like, a baby re- If every, if, like, if anyone... Angel... Which like would have been like a broad sense, but angels are pretty damn big, and, and Adam was pretty big because his wings went outside of Earth's atmosphere. So maybe they all turned to goo. Like they're penguins there. Like Pen Pen is the last of its kind in a way, with your little backpack.
0: <laughs> so you think like an impact oh is maybe localized? I
3: really it, that he has like, a little piece, piece of in his backpack.
0: I think maybe Onyx really was on the said that.
3: Oh. No. Yo, that
0: was you. Did I say that? Yeah, sounds
3: like something sweet you would say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then we get to... Uh, so, maybe the spear... He's there in Antarctica to pick up the Spear of Longinus. Um, And then the next scene is... There's another angel attack. This multi-eyed angel. Um, Masato's in charge with Gindo gone. Um, she calls for evacuation the buildings as usual submerge beneath the geofront. um then the question is raised does masato want revenge you know for the death of her father against angels um she comes up with a plan to, to defeat the angel using all three units um none of the children have wills and um they're all stoked on this idea of a steak dinner it's again this um Depression-era vibe. These uh, Impact kids that um, think any simple thing is a big deal because they had to live after the Impact, where this first generation that didn't have to know about the Impact thinks that's really um, curmudgeon-y or um, thrifty. And then, yeah, raised not into meat. They all doubt Masato's decision. Then there's a flashback. Masato tells her... Uh, tells of her father, um, says he's a lot like Gendo. There may be a reason for Masato and Shinji's bond connection and why she wants to destroy the angels for re- revenge against her father. Um, and then loves seeing all three of the a- Avas functioning together. Their plan works. So we see all three of the a- Avas function. Um, Rei, Asa, Asuka, um, Shinji all work together and destroy the angel and then um, all the kids to get ramen in Masato. And that's the episode.
1: And, and Shinji realizes that he's in the... That's the last scene during ramen. He's like, I think I want my dad to love me. And they're like, bro, you're like pushing too much. <laughs> <It's>
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: for real. Like, they really are like, no, I don't like you. You know, like, they just... She has mommy issues, you know? And then Rey just doesn't know who she is. And then Misato has daddy issues, too. But, like, so Misato's the only one that kind of gets them. But, like, also you don't share that overwhelming, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... Angels are attacking. You're an Eva pilot. The world's ending. You know, what is what is protocol anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... I- Go ahead, Ruben. Oh,
3: thank you. I like these I feel like a kid. Hi. <laughs> um man, I have this thing here that I haven't been able to like it's been there for like a month. It hasn't gone any water. Um that thing? I don't know what it is. It's just like there. And just little water comes out of it. But um I like this episode a lot. I think it's it's like that tone shift that I really like and then it goes like full um after 14 because episode 13 it's kind of like a recap of everything and then like a little bit of episode after. but I like this one because we get to meet Misato we get to know who she is and just I think this is when she cements herself as like this girl who's strong character who has gone through a lot but then again like I really dislike the trope of like the female characters or female passing characters that are only become stronger after, like they are, their strength comes from like a product of trauma. They can never be just like, but I mean, it's like a thing in characters, right? Like we like to have our characters to be like, fly in some way, but I just, this thing of like strength from trauma and female characters, is like something that happens a lot. Um, and it's basically like, I'm just tired of it but I, I like this one, I feel like, I'm not saying it's not that thing that I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that yes, it's doing exactly that same thing, but that doesn't take away from the fact that I like this character and I like Nsato a lot. Uh, it's more like a big on the creative. Um, it's just like this constant trope, female characters finding power after a strong traumatic event. Um I still like this episode. I feel like we go back to the original animators and everything, and everything looks amazing. The animation is great. This angel is kind of amazing. Like again, I feel like it's it's imaginative again. Like the imagination of this angel is like this shit is just made of explosion material. Is gonna fall, and you're gonna have to catch it. And you're like, wait, what? Uh, it it doesn't make any sense, but it's a threat. It feels dreadful. It's like if that shit falls, and else it's like we all die. It's like, oh, see, like, now the the, the stakes are, like, you, I, I get scared of it, and they're like, one of those things falls, and it's like, oh, we're going to have to redraw the map again. So it's like, and then when it falls, you see, like, you can hit us to, like this size, and that shit is huge. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like the threat of the angels are, is back again, and it's like, and now we know why Misato does it, or why she's part of the moon. And also, I think, like, it also tells us why she's not in the game. I feel like they, they, she's seen, like, as a pawn because of the trauma that she's gone through. It's like, oh, maybe you can use her in this way or another without knowing the truth. You don't of the agency. She's just, like, she's not in the game, but she's part of it. And that's why I like this episode a lot, like, those reasons.
1: it's a good
0: episode yeah thank you for um that in-depth analysis Ruben. um honestly is there anything you would want to add to that
1: add to it no um i kind of forgot that um misato's like loss of her dad kind of thing um and like i i have said it so many times before and I'll say it again I think like her character arc is probably my favorite just in that like what we get to learn about her and how she kind of develops through to the end kind of thing and what her goals are Uh, and like this shows and I get like the trope thing too but they all lose their parents so I kind of just like that she so didn't have a parent growing up in a weird way or like had a, a loss of one and her way of filling the void but Also, she was really funny in this episode because she literally said, like, defended what she was doing by just women's intuition. And it was her first big decision to make as, like, a commander? General? Commander. Um, I don't
2: know. No,
0: she's a major now. She's a major.
3: Major. All right, let's. I'm just going (laughs) to keep throwing out on (laughs) her. I don't know, ranks.
0: But you know know this show
3: i, know I forgot <laughs>
0: um yeah so
1: it's her first like that fall in
0: love with her more and more you know just good stuff yeah so so we wrap up episode 12 and that is the last um episode we will be discussing um for this podcast episode our next episode will be a recap with some additional guests of um ava ava episodes 1 through 12 and ava questions and comments in general some of the bigger questions we touched on today we could readdress for this next episode with our additional guests we'll have some other ava heads popping in um to hear some additional ideas some new perspectives um see what other new ideas come up that the three of us haven't mentioned yeah so that'll be the next episode and um Thank you all for listening. Thank you to my co-hosts Ruben and Onyx. Um, any uh, parting words?
1: Just watch the anime so that you don't get any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm like, just watch it, have fun with it, be like, this is weird, and just enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've had a, I've recommended a lot and it's to a point where i'm like either you're going to get off this and you're going to have a really weird disjointed view of the anime which could be fun or you could watch the anime and then think about the questions we're asking and ask us questions i don't know i'm just
3: saying i feel like i've been saying like watch i've been telling everyone that they should watch it they're like no, and then they watch
0: it and they're like, "Oh my God, it's so good!" and I was like, "Why didn't you just listen to me the first time?" <laughs> right, Max? Yes, Ruben. Why we we did a podcast about it, so there you go.
3: Really? Right? Yeah. Watch, watch Ava. <laughs> Have a good time. All right. Yeah, it's a fun thing.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It's been a great episode. Thank you, Ruben. Thank you, Onyx. Thank you to all of our listeners. Um, listen to this episode. Watch Ava and um be on the lookout for the next episode all right Ava out man I love talking about Ava
2: I